Yeah, they start to taste like beer after you've had a couple. Yeah. Oh. oh man, I haven't had this since I was um, fifteen. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, stole something out of an esky at the beach when I was little. Yeah, mm. nice. They used to be one of my favourite things to do, actually. Because uh, like, I grew up in a caravan park, not like actually grew up in one, but over school holidays and long weekends and shit, we always used to go down there. Yeah. New Year's was always the best because everyone would just leave their eskies out. You just go fucking raid them. We used to call it Esky Raiding. Yeah. yeah we were Whatever happened to cold filtered beer? That was like a craze when I was what, there. What, Carlton Cold? Yeah. Yeah, that was. I, I it was, was like everyone, like, every brewery had a fucking cold filtered special beer yeah. and they all sort of. Cold by no, they've all, they're all moved over to coffee now. You get cold filtered coffee. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Fucking talk about wank. <laughs> uh, shout <laughs> out to the people in Melbourne. Uh, yeah. How are you? <laughs> I swear to God, man, they're just—they're not going to be content until they've fucking ruined everything. <laughs> fucking hipsters. Imagine getting a deconstructed beer. You'd be there for fucking six months trying to brew the cup. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, if I have to hear one more guy wank on about his fucking craft beer or what was it, other Joel? Oh, I've got this ginger beer brewed by a bunch of guys. And you fucking... <laughs> well, just you know, drink wine. <laughs> Seriously, just fucking, you know, oh, this is the Barossa year, Hermitage, fucking yada, yada, yada. Leave beer alone. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, think, I think that's what we're getting at. Just leave me the fuck alone. Right? No, this is my 45th year on earth. I've changed enough. I've learned enough. I've grown enough. I've got what I've got. Just leave it the fuck alone. <laughs> I just want beer that tastes keep, like real beer. Keep like, making TV shows I like. Yeah. Just a simple man, ain't you? Simple man. Simple man. Trying to make his way through the galaxy like my father before. <laughs> yeah. Hurling, just, hurling through just, space, a speck of dust on a... I really just needs to fucking ball. stop, mate. Yeah? yeah? Just stop. Well, shit, this has been 2020. Mm-hmm. Kind of did stop, didn't it? Did it? I don't know. I, I feel like I had a lot of upheaval. I had kids at home, man. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's shit. <laughs> I've never been busier for work in my life. Well, I had a really good yeah. year financially. I mean, I spent it all, but yeah. hobby-wise, fucking, mate, yeah. I got like $300 legitimate kids here. There you Jeez. go. Got to keep the economy going. <laughs> Look here. With China Forge, yeah, and I've had to actually buddy, go out and get a proper job. It's not cool, man. So I can buy big models and stuff. Yeah. It's nice, isn't it? Yeah. Just yeah. want a little commie resin. We had no techless the other day, actually. There you go. Yeah, well, legit techless. Yeah. New inbox. Wow. So I'll shout out to the local guff for <laughs> providing me with a 15% discount. Hmm. Yeah. Well, if you haven't caught on by now, uh, three and a bit minutes in, you're listening to Bush Radio. Woo! Uh, recording on January the 1st day of 2021. Well, yeah. Yeah. Yep. New year, new me. Really? <laughs> yeah, I'm drinking uh, low-carb <laughs> beer. So... Uh, <laughs> It's a good, it's a start, right? <laughs> no, low bitterness, so we'll see how that works out. Yeah, not well, good so far. In fairness, in fairness, there's enough bitterness going on here. I think it's probably not a bad thing. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. If you're joining us for the very first time, then welcome. If you are uh, coming back for more, then um, we question your sanity. But we will do our best to talk a bit of Sigma, reflect on 2020. It's 
little while between innings with us recording, so we want to talk about some events that we have actually had a chance to go to and be a part of, mm-hmm. some shit that's coming up that um, we're really pleased about, because Hobby, man, it took a dive this year. Like I um, You know, in all walks of life, there's been a huge amount of disruption, and, you know... The real victims were us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well... We're gonna uh, we're gonna go through all of that. Actually, stuff. it's been a funny plague, socioeconomically speaking, because to a certain extent, the more advanced your lifestyle, the worse you got it. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, it's not the case if you're some poor smack in Thailand relying on the tourist dollar or whatever. Yeah, I mean those people are fucked. But you know, if you had a really sort of upbeat, positive out there, go meet people, do this. In a city Melbourne lifestyle, you really got it in the ass. Yeah, absolutely. To those, but the more of a laid back bogan who does nothing with his life, go the less you notice. Yeah, that's true. It did uh, did definitely hit the socialites, didn't it? Yeah, it's been a good plague in that sense. <laughs> to bring him down a notch. Yeah, yeah. yeah a bit of a level. <laughs> now everyone gets to live like I do for a year. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what'd you do? Oh, nothing. Stay home. Yeah. <laughs> It's kind of been what it's like. I've got to say, I did... Do you go out socialising? No. Visit friends and family? No. Overseas holidays? No. I don't do any of that stuff anyway. No. <laughs> yeah, fuck people. <laughs> the only time I get to socialise really is when we're recording this yeah. or I'm at a tournament. Pretty and much. tournaments dropped off, didn't I? Yeah. Um, I don't even talk to cunts at work. No. No. Because like, well, it's silent in the post office, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, no one, no one says. Is, is there a code of silence or? Pretty much, yeah. It's not official, but that's just the way it always had been since I've been there. Yeah, that's a true oppression, isn't it? Where where the oppressed just fucking, accepts I, the oppression. I, I, I wish there was a code of silence in my work. Yeah, <laughs> the most boring fucking. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look. Fucking security guards, man! I tell you. Ah, hey, I, I did it. I've been one mm. of those. No, those are like old retired security guards. No, I wasn't one of those. Wasn't for old Pete. Everybody, old Pete's like my guy who drives me to work. He's awesome. Yeah. But yeah. Well, just around the uh, around the primary schools. No. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> no, mate. Old Pete's a fucking guy. He's oh, just... sorry, not Peter Atkinson. Yeah. No. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Peter Atkinson. Did you see him with his hobo beard at the club chance? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We hadn't seen him in six months, and he shows up with like a fucking. Wino beard. No, no. Now, he can thank me for that beard calming right down because before we played, his beard was a wild mane of frenzy. And after we were finished, that shit was smooth as silk because he spent the whole time stroking his chin trying to figure out how to absolutely fuck me. Fuck that smooth. He's going bald as well. He is, yeah. <laughs> and he's not going like a dignified widow's peak. He's going registered sex offender. <laughs> Starting at the crown and working its way forward. And that only happened in like Corona time. Yeah, yeah, COVID's out. Yeah, the mighty head of hair. And <laughs> nine months later, I'm like, Jesus, who's this bald weirdo? Oh, yeah. mate. Yeah, I never actually uh, picked him as someone who could grow a beard. What I'm guessing he's doing is getting all the hair on his pillow of the morning and just giving it onto his chin. <laughs> uh, shout out to Pete Atkinson. We love you, mate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, check out his blog, Plastic Crack. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, it's yeah, it is excellently uh, written. Yeah, I just want to say, Dave, uh, between all this uh, talking shit, uh, we've missed out on the introductions. 
We have. Sorry, I I was uh, I was doing my best, but let's uh, let's bring it in. Obviously, you have me and see Dave. I'm talking to you right now, and uh, I'm lucky enough to be on uh, all of these episodes. But with me, uh, my special guest and co-host, John McGrath. Joel, welcome. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Sorry. Pleasure to be doing this again. I yeah, new year, new me. Nothing's changed. <laughs> uh, and if uh, those of you returning, if you didn't figure it out already, uh, sitting on my other side is uh, Pat Nevin. Pat, welcome. They can't see you waving, mate. It doesn't work that way. It's a very fucking debonair wave. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this will be a different dynamic. This is the first time we've ever recorded all sitting facing the mic. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Normally, you know, I make them face the corner. So mm. this will, will be interesting. Um, well, this way, I think everyone feels obliged to talk at once. Normally, one guy sort of goes quiet, mm. but I don't reckon it's going to happen. No, we'll see. We'll Strap see. yourselves in, and <laughs> uh, well, we've got we've got a lot to get through. We do have a lot to get through. Yeah, right. I've got a I've got a big running sheet in front of me. Can uh, we change Pete's name on the nickname on the chat to Registered Sex Offender Bald? I quite like. That. <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously, of course we can. <laughs> Yeah, he wants to play. I'm pretty sure he's uh, pretty subconscious about it all too. You know, he's getting around with a hat on and all that. So, yep. yeah, uh, sorry, Pete. <laughs> well, he's yeah. a fair-skinned palm. If he didn't have a hat on, he'd have a fucking well, he'd be burnt. bloody tumour on the back of his head by now. <laughs> That's not a nice way to talk about the rest of the Kitan boys. Fuckly. <laughs> <laughs> Right, so 2020, we saw a massive lockdown. We saw everything from shortages uh, of models being able to get delivered. We mm. saw uh, releases from G-dubs getting pushed back. Our um, uh, release schedule for everything got fucked in the ass yeah. too. We saw events cancelled left, right and centre. Um, you know, and even, not even just full-blown interstate events. You know, we had things like our monthly events that just weren't worth going to. Um it has been a very anti-social year, as we've covered Technically, on. Technically, you couldn't even have a game at your house. No, at, at one point, yeah. yeah. Um, it's been real rough because I've painted next to fuck all, all year. Yeah, see, that, that's one thing for me as well. My my uh, drive for any kind of hobby went straight out the window. Oh, I, I painted so much Legion. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a different podcast. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Take it to the side chat, can but yeah, like my my drive to do any painting, um, fucking dried right up because I couldn't even get a game. So yeah. uh, I wasn't even happy. Been plugging away. Oh yeah, I don't know what I've been doing with my life this year. If I'm mm. honest, it feels like I've just been working and then I've been sleeping and I've been drinking even more than what I normally did. Uh, but yeah, I painted up like a couple of liberators and stuff, which we'll talk on a bit later. But mm. like I, I've done next to nothing. I finally managed to give myself the type two diabetes. Well, that's, that's something that you've been working on over COVID, yeah? Yeah. I, I just thought because I was working night shift, I was really tired and fucking irritable because I've been on nights all year. Yeah. And buddy, old Pete diagnosed me because I was like pissing 12 times in a night at work. Yeah. He's like, you probably got the diabetes. Yeah, fuck off, Pete. Yeah. But yeah, no, I got it. So uh, it's not fun. Hopefully I can get to it before the leg falls off stage. Yep. So all I've got to do is... Get the discipline to not do all the things that gave it to me in the first place. That's a tricky part, isn't it? But, you know, health warnings, everyone's, oh, you know, you got to watch out for this, for that, yada, 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 and you just tend to ignore it. Mm-hmm. And don't. 
And not for the fucking health, but just for the fact that fucking you're walking down the aisle at the supermarket doing your shopping, eighty percent of the stuff in there you just can't touch. Yeah. And the sugar aisle, the sugar aisle, the sugar aisle. You finally come to something you could eat, then you gotta sit there, lift your glasses up and peer at the fucking sodium label like a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah. And for nothing else that's just fucked. Yeah. Hard yards. That's a- it's like taking Silvernet to a tournament and complaining about losing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I knew right, it was right. going to happen. It's not a fucking. Yeah. How did this. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> what are the chances? Why me, Crawford? <laughs> not like getting struck by lightning or bit by a shark in your local swimming pool or something. Yeah. 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 But if you're one of those guys and there are a few of us around mm-hmm. who are a bit cavalier with their health, yeah. not naming names, you two. Thank you. <laughs> Cheers, mate. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, not wrong, not wrong. But I would recommend fucking getting a leg on it before because, yeah, it sucks. Mm. Mm. No. And I don't even have the bad kind, so. Yeah, well, yeah, unlike old mate Nine Toes, who's just yeah. mm. rat shit from it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well. No, look, health issues get in the way of. Uh, but yeah, so if you're time. one of the fat gamers. And you know, I'm talking to you, Aiden, Ash McEwen. <laughs> Can't let themselves go like that. <laughs> Tell you what, we're a dying breed, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much the, the majority of fat gamers in Australia all reside from bendy game, measured game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Travel anywhere, they're all fucking. Yeah, everyone else is lifting weights and shit and fucking. Nah. Yeah, God. Yeah. Live, live your life. Yeah. Yeah, that's why the Queensland scene is so healthy. Because yeah. mm. they're actually healthy. Yeah. <laughs> Except for Toowoomba. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, true, yeah. yeah. So little pockets in rural areas. Shout out to Mick and fucking Dennis. Ah, no, Mick and Gemma have been on a diet. Have they? Yeah, lose weight. Not Dennis, he's fatter than ever. And how good has it been not to have seen Dennis? That's probably the big fucking plus. That's the silver lining of, the of uh, I was going to say, that, that's, uh, yeah, highlight 2020 was not seen. seen <laughs> yeah. There you go. We were scheduled to see him like two or three times. Yeah. And, and everything just, got cancelled. Everything got cancelled. Yeah. I mean, speaking of which, uh, we, we talk about events not going through. We're uh, three weeks away from when CanCon should have happened. Mm. Very true. I mean, CanCon something that, you know, we hop in the car, we go, we camp for the weekend, we, man, we get on the beach. It is our mecca. Uh, and just can't happen this year. No, we're not even going to be able to visit the submarine shrine, because I'm not going up all that way just to do it, so. That's, Unfortunate. Yeah, that's, that kind of sucks. Um, I bet Clint's secretly happy. Oh, he would be. Get a like, year off. Yeah, have yeah, a year off of that. Yeah. Oh, he gets to have a whole year without it. Make it 200. Yeah, he's a glutton for punishment with that. I mean, it's a mm. huge event. Um, it's a pretty thankless task yeah. to, to put it together. For oh, all we the thank pricks. the cunt all the time. No, I we mean, do. No but... one gets thanked more than cunt. It's bullshit. Yeah, but a lot oh, of every, every, You can't fucking right. mention <laughs> fucking CanCon without somebody thanking Clint. Yeah. There is no more thanked man in Australian Age of Sigma than Clint. Yeah. Is there anyone who Shout deserves out to Clint. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he does a really good job. <laughs> is, is there anyone who deserves it more? I mean, and you can't even criticise CanCon, and any time you do, you have to fucking bookend it with, oh, no, no, he does a really good job. <laughs> after that. Yeah, I reckon he's been thanked enough. What's he done for me lately? Well, he got on the ETC team, didn't he? Hmm? Isn't he going to... Yeah, he's stepping up his gaming career now. Now yeah. that he's got a year off of CanCon organising, he's going 0-5. So, good on him. 
Owen Fox. Yeah, yeah. Clint went Owen. Uh, where was it? Up at Simon's? Simon's? Event? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, it's good to see that the ETC representatives of Australia are, you know, doing the best that they possibly can. Is he, is he in the ETC now? Yeah. Or just yep. selecting people? He's, no, no. no, he's on the so team. He, he, oh, that whole ETC thing. Shout out to Clint. How are they our representatives? It's like, buddy... Uh, out of the one person that applied. Oh, no, so it was him or Tristan, I think, that applied. And, yeah, uh, yeah Clint got picked. There was four people. Was there? It's uh, such a commitment. I mean, who's got the money? Yeah, that's it. it, it takes At least with the Australian Olympic team, there's a whole institute of sport and shit like that. Yeah, there's a lot yeah. of people between you and the guy that's fucking swimming the 200-metre butterfly. Mm. Yeah. But with the Australian ETC Age of Sigma team, it's a bit how, less... Yeah, it, it, all the question is, is how deep are your pockets? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah who, who can afford to go? That, I mean, that really is the first hurdle. Um, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, interesting. All right. I mean, I don't respect the Australian selectors for the cricket team. No. Uh, and they're a million times more experienced and fucking knowledgeable than me. The Australian selectors for the yeah, ETC the, team the are not. Joe Burns in, you know? Like. Oh, it gets a fucking, it's harder to get out of the Australian test team than it is to get in. Yeah. <laughs> and don't even get me started on this goofy fucking three test series. Who gives a fuck? That's Four, this one, I think. Four, five, five. It should be five. That's how many fucking tests there are in a series, mate. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. What I want to focus on, the little bit of hobby that has been getting done. Uh, and Pat, you said you've actually been doing a fair bit. Um, yeah. What, what have you actually been working on? Um. Well, a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. No, no, no. Don't, Take it to the, the side, side chat. chat. No, no. What have you been working on? For um, so, basically... What have, I, what have I been working on? Hang on. Are we actually doing this, what regular podcasters do and talk about hobby time? Is this what we're doing? Yeah. I figured, I figured we could fill in 45 seconds doing it. Oh, okay. Yeah, well. <laughs> well, you're actually in my hobby room. So yes. Turn around. You can see what I've been working on. There's a fully painted arcade on there. Got a whole bunch of Slaves to Darkness. I actually went out and bought the Halbert Upgrades for me Chaos Warriors. Well, it's actually some proper legitimate hobby going on. Yeah. Well done. All right. Joel, I ran it. that uh, one drop RK on list at the club champs. So we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. We will definitely get to that. Joel, you said you painted a couple of Liberators. Yeah, um, so I ran 60 in that um, new Marathi Battalion, whatever the fuck it's called, Stormkeep Patrol. All right. Um, and uh, I already had the Liberators, I just needed to paint a couple and um, buy Lord Veriton and... I painted up six Griffins. So that probably is a good option uh, to bring us into. You you've built this around um, for uh, broken realms, mm. yeah. So yep. no, that's probably a fair oh, enough segue. Let's talk about broken realms. So uh, for those of you playing along at home, broken Thanks, realms. There's uh, some new rules, some new fiction. Thank you very much. Um, tell us about it. About broken realms. Well, tell no, us what, tell us about the just, like the cock. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean like. Do Does it wanna... look like a thumb? Oh, so uh, well, for those that don't know, uh, my dick is eight inches. <laughs> <laughs> my dick is eleven inches long on TTS. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good luck. <luck. laughs> it's a bit of foreshadowing, folks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or foreskinning. Oh. <laughs> All right. So, so, Broken Realms, I actually really enjoyed the fluff thus far. <coughs> yeah. I've, I've, I've subscribed to the newsletter. I've been reading all the little short stories. Mm-hmm. And so now it's good that Marathi's finally decided to try and do something with her life. Yep. 
I don't quite like the pace they're moving Age of Sigma on at. Needs to, because for so long there's been nothing, and now there's a shitload, but you've got to keep expanding that out a little bit more, and then that's when you can sort of go back and fill in the gaps. Yeah. That's in my opinion. I don't need a new book or something to move the story on every fucking year. It's annoying. I'm of the age where 40K on AOS barely moved at all for a decade. Yeah, well, that's the thing. 40K is so far advanced. You know where the current storyline was at. And then um, they just went back and back in time and filled in all the gaps. Yeah. And That's now they've just recently started expanding, like moving on again. Mm. But yeah, so you get to a point where mm. it can just be open world and do whatever the fuck you want. But no, in terms of the book itself, I really like the fluff. Uh, and then the rules are really good for some factions. Yeah, so which factions have we got new rules for so far? Mate, that Slaves <laughs> the yeah. Darkness you know, is the single worst piece of writing. I was going to say hidden filth, but yeah, okay. Oh, it's fucking well hidden. <laughs> it is. It's hidden in between the lines to, of text. To the point of obscurity, yeah. And it's like, they got the, I mean, the Slaves of Darkness book itself is one of the great, what the fuck sort of battle tones ever in that some parts of it are so good and well thought out and some of it is just, oh, yeah, we'll throw it Yeah. No, and it's badly costed and yeah, 140 fuck, 150 points for a Gorby's chariot. What the fuck? Shit like that. And they that. went with that guy for the idolated faction. Yep. It's terrible. Well, you don't have to take that battalion. The rest of the faction's giving you something at least. Like plus no, one I mean, on your prayers. Plus one on your prayers, that's it. Which isn't Everything that. else hinges on one dickhead on a chariot. Who's garbage. Yeah. Staying alive. Now you can replace... He doesn't have to be your general. No, but you can replace, you can use Chaos Cultists as battle line, except every other unit in Slaves of Darkness, except for Chaos Chosen, is already battle line. So you get nothing from it, and the Cultists themselves are just fucking garbage. Are they cheap at least? Yeah. So you're buying some points. A uh, big unit of Iron Golems, on, you know. It doesn't charge, gets a re-rolling four-up save, like a normal-sized unit of Chaos Warriors. Slaves aren't exactly short of re-rolls. No. Still. And your cultists can re-roll charges so they die quicker. So you feel like it's just a bit, it's more of it's the just, same. It's a narrative fucking thing, though, mm. that no one in their right mind would run. There needs to be one shit one, though, right? Okay. And everyone else got super awesome stuff. Oh, it's debatable, too. So yeah, cities, I mean, the cities is a bit... Yeah, yeah. they're definitely narrative cities, like... Uh, Mist Haven, Mist Haven. The drug one. Yeah. yeah the, no, no, no. So, yeah, it's like uh, Light Anvilgard, which is uh, outside of Hagnar in uh, Realm of Shadows. That one's garbage. Mm. You can uh, bring in up to units of 10 infantry on the board edges. That's yeah. shit. It's absolute trash. Only because the units themselves are not effective enough to yeah, swing a game. Yeah, MSU. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, put them... Nine away from your opponent in no man's land with no synergy or buffs to support them, while the other half of your army's you know, doing nothing as well. Yeah, it's missing yeah. its synergy, isn't it? You, yeah. You're, you're it, throwing half your army. Is that the one that lets you take the daughters, or is that the drug one? Yeah, uh, uh, no, yeah, so the um, Harkuron, which is new Amber Guard, that's the doors that came over. Yeah, which, yeah, that's not bad. Uh, and then. Mm. Doors of Cain themselves, aside from the War Scroll updates for Marathi, in, yep. in this particular the War book, Scroll updates for Marathi are good. Though. Is awesome. Yep. But the uh, the uh, temple itself is pretty shit. That's more of a hobbyist. That's just, 
army if you want to take a snake army. Yeah, okay. That's, yeah. that's my objection to the whole fucking idea of it. Um, we'll get on to the Deepkin in a second. Mm. So they've come up to little used factions or whatever. Yeah. And they've given the faction a bit of a buff, and it's all rolled straight into the existing filth. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. With um with Harkuron, so the, the new Anvil Guard got rid of all of the... Uh, Things that make Cities of Sigma armies really good, like the uh, extra, well, the, the beefed up endless spell and uh, your adjutant to get extra CPs and all that shit. They got basically replaced by one prayer, which is really good, but yeah, it's just you just get an extra prayer, which only doors that cane units can do because they're the only priests that they can take. So yeah. you just run Super Marathi in Hagar, which is what a Correct. dog player will do. <coughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the shooty snakes are really good now. They've got uh, Witch Elf output in combat with, well, with or without buffs, it doesn't matter. They can be the same because they've got the same attack profile. And then they can shoot twice a turn and they got an extra shot. So four shots per model. They're twice as good as Liberators that do more, uh, not Liberators, Judicators that do mortal wounds now. Well, I guess they didn't sell enough snakes back in the day. Yeah, that's true. You haven't seen, uh, haven't seen a lot of snakes. Yeah, that was shit. Yeah, like a unit of 15 of those with Marathi. Uh, shoot them. Mm, basically like AOS one archers, which are all pretty terrible. Yeah. Mm. Uh, what's also funny is you can get like witch brew onto the um, the, <laughs> the fucking uh, missile weapons, I'm pretty sure it works for that. So the folks at home, Dave and I are just rolling our eyes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's um it's pretty cool. You'll see Doc everywhere now, especially with New Marathi. She's awesome. It was due to come back. Doc Doc has well and truly fallen off the Fallen off the Not because they weren't way. good, it's because they weren't tier one easiest mode. Yeah, they were, they were yeah, just, they were just tier one. Anyone with <laughs> dignity sort of got off the dock bandwagon back when they were. Yeah, after all, they, 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 they right about the same time Tristan got on. Yeah, it's also not a cheap army to collect because, no. No, uh, you know, looking at what, 70, 80 bucks for 10 witch elves. Yeah, and you need blobs of 20 or 30 yeah. or whatever it is. So, yeah, yeah it is. Crime in the river. And they're shit models to paint, so you would know all about Oh, them. yeah. Yeah, oh, they're delicate. They're delicate. I wouldn't say they're the worst thing I've ever painted, but um, yeah, you certainly need to take your time with them, I think. Mm. So which brings us to the deep dicking of the Ardeneth Deep King, mm. which is uh, a bit ongoing argument with a couple of guys in chat. Oh, it's made thralls really good. <laughs> it's like, what they've done is made everything in an Akalian corpse that stopped you from taking an Akalian corpse so much fucking better. And it's just made eel spam just even better again. Even better again. Right. So. You're gonna you're gonna have less eels, but they're gonna be more survivable. <laughs> so it's yeah, kind of give and take a little bit, but less eels, more the, survivable. The actual eel list for... itself didn't get hindered by this release. No. That's still a really good list. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just brought the rest of the book up, not to that level, but like a little bit underneath it. But yeah, you're not gonna see big blocks of thralls, why would you? Oh, you could. People yeah, have them. It's not what the dead kin are about. Law wise, it is. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think I think against some builds, thralls are all right. Um, against yeah. against multi wound models. Um, yeah. Okay. So you can slog your way across the table with your fucking shitty infantry, or you can take your super eels and say, "Oh, oh I like them." Uh, I, I'm, I don't. I don't think it should be one or the other. I don't think you can have a deep kin list without eels. I, I just don't think you can no. do that. Hmm. But. The question is whether or not you're basically 90% eels, 10% thralls, or it comes back to a... 100% eels and shit Yeah, or, or it comes back to, you know, kind of 60% eels, 40% other stuff. You know, mm. I, I wonder if 
it's giving it's it's just opening up a few options for people to play some different models uh, while not losing the eel of Retarious net launcher thing has got to be the worst fucking idea I've mm. ever seen. Mm. Yeah, it's yeah, like you you compare that to a star drake, uh, so a uh, drake swarm templar with the axe, yeah. it subtracts two inches from your pile in, and that's on a what well, now four hundred point model that needs to be in combat. Whereas this year you can just go, nah, I'm just going to shoot one single net at a unit of, say, 60 grots. Yeah. Now you can't move a single fucking model. That's just dumb. There's so many levels. Yeah, it's just, wild. I don't know what fucking possessed them to think that was a good idea. Or There's no restrictions, no... Oh, you can move one inch if you've got eight wounds or more. Just, yeah, Jesus no, can't move. No. That's it. Yeah, can't pile in. Yeah. Yeah. So that term when they come at you is just going to be that much fucking worse. Yeah. Helps, okay. helps them dictate the pace of that game, doesn't yeah. it? Tag That's what they're all about. And um, G-Dubs has been very consistent with the negative play experience of their elf armies. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't see it as NPE. I, it's just another tool that they've got, really. Yeah, but all the elf armies are shit to play against. That, that text existed always in the game. Can't, you can't pile in, you can't do this, can't do that. Especially now, like where you got Bellacore and... Uh, the the Cathalar and fucking yeah, it, shit like that has always existed. yeah. It's those, those debuff armies are are really horrible to yeah. play against. But mm. having said that, that's their thing. That's their strength. Yeah, that, that's their that's their their move. Yeah, I'm fucking. Right. Just... What, what about liberators? What about liberators? Awesome, I fucking oh, so good. Right. So I've always been a massive fan of liberators. Right? Mm. And that the new Stormcast rules that they got in this book, they're not the best, but it does buff up the old cast specifically. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and also potentially sequiturs. They're quite good narratively too, because yeah. it's been a hundred years or so since they were dropping out of the sky all the time. Yeah, yeah. They've been living in these dopey cities the whole time. Yeah. So yeah. I quite like the old Stormkeep thing. Yeah. 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 yeah, it uh, works narratively and it works well to bring the bring old models back into the game basically. So well. Yeah, I was I was running when we went to um, Cotton. Uh, it was just after the book dropped the um, the team championship, which we're going to touch on a little bit later. Yeah, um, yeah I ran the sixty lib list and the Stormkeep Patrol, um, and I did win all three of my games. Mm-hmm. But at no point in time did I feel like I was going to auto win or my opponent was going to auto lose. No. So the 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 primary thing that that list does is it basically creates a wall of stone. Mm. So you, you you have 60 liberators that are very, very difficult to shift. Where I think it's not an MPE is that they don't deal an obscene amount of damage. No, they do fuck all. They but, will kill you if you get stuck in the combat with them from turn one. They'll kill you sure, by turn they, five. They whittle you down, but yeah. they don't delete units. No. But where their strength is is that they don't move. No. You just clag up objectives and just sit there. Yeah, if you don't give them a, a, an easy charge distance to reposition the unit, yeah. they're, they're fucked. They're just going to sit there. But yeah. I, normally you just drop it on an objective, right? Like people are looking at uh, throwing Gabriel Shawhart into the list and getting them to charge with plus six. No, you can't. You don't need to worry about that. They don't need to be in combat. They just need to be in one spot doing what they're meant to do. So this is really the pure... Bodies win games yeah. list, isn't it? Yeah, and same as they're on 40 mils too, it gives you no space on the objective to actually stand on. Mm-hmm. So you've got to kill like the whole unit before you can start outscoring them. Start nudging in and actually yeah. getting... Yeah, uh, I, I do find it really interesting. I think when we've talked about over the last year or two that 
that mantra bodies win games. Mm. Um, and now that flies in the face a little bit of things like Feck and Slanesh at their absolute peak where they could walk in and take all your toys off the table before you get to roll a dice. doesn't matter how many bodies yeah. you've got. They would just delete you. But in, a, in any other sort of situation where you're playing in a relatively balanced setup where bodies win games, they're bodies that can't be shifted that win games. And to me, it sort of goes back to it's not the same as a debuff list because it's actually just you're doing your own thing, but it's those kind of lists mm. that you're now neg two to hit me. It's that kind of, mm. uh, without it being quite such a pain in the ass. Yeah, because mm. oh, I was running the uh, 230s with two Castlants as well in the um, Hero Battalion. Mm. <laughs> and then they had Lord Salison on Dracoth in Hammers. So um, they're on two ups, re-rolling ones. Uh, they had potentially, well, uh, the, we've got re-roll sixes to hit in shooting, mm-hmm. uh, like you're, when you're shooting them. Uh, so a bit of resistance there. And then um, it's just my, my entire list is just all based in defense. Yes. Uh, the Salison on Dracoth making them immune to Battleshock. Uh, they get getting like plus five Battleshock anyway. Uh, not five, but a minimum plus two, plus then the unit size, because yeah. the hammers, liberators, yeah. So uh, yeah, bravery nine base, normally immune. Uh, it's just a, I just I just really like playing that army. It's yeah. cool. And then if you yeah. do manage to kill thirty liberators on a five up, you can bring the whole fucking Correct, unit yeah. back. Yeah, because it's got a bad remainder. So that part makes me laugh. That's the yeah. part where you make your opponent cry. Yeah, I, I played uh, that list about funny. five times now. Yeah. I haven't lost. Yeah. Uh, and I have never needed to roll a five up. No, because you can't. It, it's really difficult to get through that many liberators no. unless you can unless you can mortal wound them all out of it. Yeah, I will lie. Or, I will lie. There was um, against Ro at Kyn. So yeah. uh, he uh, mortal off of my heroes were like turn two. You got the double into one and two. And, that, um, that's I had no heroes, so. but yeah, yeah. I, I just managed to outscore him for long enough, so it didn't even matter. Yeah, yeah, oh, that's lucky. Because yeah. losing all the heroes, you do lose most of the spine of that mm. survivability, don't you? Yeah, it gives you a chance to test out your insane damage output. It does. Yeah. It's, it's something to. It's it's a fun army to throw shit into. Yeah. To go, well, can, oh, this, can this do it? Yeah. After the year we've had, fun is pretty much overrated in Sigma. Mm. Fun <laughs> is. I just want to play. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, don't, as long as you're rolling dice and that's fun, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. It's not a bad... No, the true negative play experience is the person you're playing against. <laughs> <laughs> not the army, let's face it, you know. Yeah. Sure, I, got, I got something to say about that. There was um, you know, Warhammer Weekly, so Vince Ventrella. Yeah. Uh, he's put up a, 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 what is it, a, fucking, a questionnaire about MPE. What do you find MPE and all that shit? Mm. Like, oh, I can't... So on Twitter, I can't fill this out because I don't look at the game as having NPR. I just look at it as another interesting challenge. Challenge, yeah. And I guess that's just the different... With the notable, a couple of notable exceptions were classic cunning rock. Oh, yeah, like there was. Yeah, yeah, but these days, I don't find there's any. I don't think there's one in the current matter. I don't think there's an NPR in the current matter. And it's subjective too because you could get someone who's not very good at the game or doesn't think on like that higher up level and they're just like, oh, I can't beat this because you know, I've heard on the internet that it's really good. So oh, I'm just going to say this. What's a negative play experience for new people? Some people quit the game over fact or fucking yeah. double yeah. piling, Reaper sure. Vengeance and shit like that. Yeah. 
but I'm just beyond caring mm. about that stuff. It's like, yeah. Oh. But if you sort of know how to avoid that, it's not yeah. that big of Or if you know it's coming at you and you just accept the fact that you're just about to lose a lot of models. But yeah, but if you move your toys out, oh, I might have a go at this Age of Sigma thing. And someone double piles into you with three rage That's surfers. Brutal. Yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> it just blows up your entire army too. Like, yeah, like, this is no pee. And that's a negative play. Yeah. Now, what's a negative play experience for a veteran? It's a very different thing for someone who's got a few games under their belt. A negative play experience comes down to, you know, janky or busted combo rules. Mm. Or, I still reckon shooting armies are shit to play against, but efficient shooting. Mm-hmm. A little bit of little bit of uh, like chip damage from like when we played it in the battle report the other day, like a couple of cows. That was basically my own ra- only ranged output. Mm. That was fine. Yeah, it was just, did a couple of wounds here and there, but it wasn't like it was deleting a unit a turn. Yeah, as opposed a whole to, army that shoots efficiently just doesn't make for a fun game. For no. me. but so what is just something you deal with? I, it's I, not, I take it as a challenge. It's not negative. Yeah. It, it, it is to some people, but I don't. I don't look at like versing KO as negative. It's just no, like they don't shoot efficiently. Yeah, it, it, the game <laughs> the game's a lot more polarized too. Like I know what's going to happen if this doesn't happen, kind of thing. A lot yeah. of people do hate on KO though. Yeah, a lot of people really don't it's, like it's KO valid. in KOs. <laughs> um, yeah, just the range of models, the people that play them. Ah, oh, look, KO is one of those armies that's attractive to dickheads who should be playing forty k. Yeah, that's what it is. It's that bridge army, isn't it, from one mm. system to another. Yeah. And a bridge we could happily burn. Yeah. AOS is at its <laughs> best when it's sort of doing it out in my life. Yeah. Well, look, I, I got to say, my uh, KO, while I haven't had uh, a lot of success with it, is certainly not a down the line. Did you fucking run KO. two gun haulers, AKO and 90 fire slayers or something? Yeah, because it's while it's based in KO. A third of it is cities, a third of it is fire slayers, and the last third of it's KO. Yeah, you've got 30 Iron Drakes with a Rune Lord. Yeah. Uh, 20 Hearthguard Berserkers with a... Smiter. Or... Um, or a Sun on Dross. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I've got, yeah, Gun Haulers <laughs> and Arcanauts. The heart of a negative play experience is where you don't get to do anything. I, I think that's there. very true. Yeah, I think that's so, true. When you don't get to interact in, in the game that's being played, I think uh, that's the only negative experience. Probably the closest thing for me would be the Rat Trap. Yeah. Uh, when that gets spiked. When you just lose off all your synergy before you even get to do anything. Because you know, they just rolled sixes here and there. Mm. Uh, and they oh, just gut your army with one spell. Yeah. What, That's as close as it gets to me. What brain damage put the price on the Warp Lightning Vortex? Oh, <laughs> put it down. <laughs> oh, that, 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 that's going to have to be one of the most truly yeah. baffling At the same decisions. time when they when they fucking threw in the artifact called Spell on the Bolt. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Now another yeah, other so, can take so it. So it's cheaper in KO. That, that truly staggers me that that can come down in price, the Warp Lightning yeah, what, Vortex. I mean, it's only 20 points, but what made you look no. at that when you're doing the Titan? Ah, oh, no, that's not worth it. Yeah, that needs points. to go down. Yeah, when we nerfed it, you know, the, the tw- Holy Within 26 up to down to Holy Within 13. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I yeah, know, oh, it's damage output. It's garbage yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. yeah let, let's, we'll just forget about the whole teleport before you can... Yeah, like, yeah hero phase. We'll, we'll let a boat, a, a dude sitting on a boat who can move into position in the hero phase and pitch it. Yeah. Yeah, sure. yeah, well, even even scaling, it didn't affect them at all. They just had to get one more spell off, which oh, is yeah. uh, death, not death frenzy, fucking uh, yeah, teleport, skittle, skittle leap. Yeah. yeah, they just had to get skittle leap off. Or use the nor holes or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
punch through something like you know it's yeah. fucking dumb. It, it's the all it is is the uh, it's got to be the most frat boys. baffling points drop ever. Yeah, yeah. it's the frat boys yeah. going at it again. Yeah, yeah, no, that's anyway. Uh, oh, it's hard to cast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, so let's make this make it harder to fucking dispel. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, it means it's just sitting there for longer. Um, Unbelievable. Yeah, when oh, they've, they've outdone themselves. <laughs> it is a, it is an absolute corker. Um, and look, I'm not a I'm not a fan of playing the KO spell on a bottle list. That's not how I like to play them. No, you don't like winning, do you, Dave? No, <laughs> I, I guess I am a gotten for punishment because I don't, I don't like it as a play style personally. I don't like it as a list. It feels too one-dimensional. You, you played Skaven as well. Back I have played, yeah, yeah. So right. yeah, and you were running Rat Trap then, and then you sort of dropped it, I think. But uh, I was, I was running pure pestilence. Yeah. So it was only plague monks. Uh, There's another MPE example. Oh. Yeah, but hang on, that's an MPE for both sides. Yeah. <laughs> it's a prick of a thing to roll. Okay, I, I, I'll never forget you and Tristan's game. So oh. it was doors that came with their shields versus uh, yeah. plague monks with death frenzy. With death frenzy. So every time I was dealing damage, he was dealing retributive on a six, which was then killing my shit, which was making them pile in and deal damage, which yeah. was then doing retributive. <laughs> It took us 20, time 20 straight minutes. Uh, I had a unit of 40 Plague Monks versus 30 Witch Elves. Mm. And it took us 20 minutes straight to just basically have both units deleted from the table. Uh, retributive pylons are my favourite thing in the game. Yeah. Well, it counters every fight's first, fight's last, yeah. damage thing. Because it doesn't yeah. matter if your unit dies, you're still going to kill it in return, potentially. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah, the only place that falls really down strong. is in KO when, you know, your Arcanauts can do it on a four up, but they're yeah. garbage. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't work it's when just a joke. It doesn't work when your models are complete out of shit or yeah. you don't yeah. have two thousand of them. But yeah, yeah, yeah exactly uh, that, right. that ability in KO would work really well if you had any decent combat units. Yeah, if there was <laughs> if there was something that could be choppy. And the only uh, things doing, that are are balloon boys and they're too expensive. Yeah. Doing that in corns what kept him what's kept him competitive for me. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. It slays. Yeah. Um all right, so uh, uh, that probably brings us to the end of uh, Broken Realms a little bit, but also... <laughs> oh, still there. <laughs> but, but also, you've been working on a Stormcast list. Yeah. Pat, you've been playing, uh, working through Slaves of Darkness through Corn, more specifically. I haven't had anything like enough time to get all the lists done I wanted to do for Slaves. Yeah. yeah. But you've been working through that. I've been playing my KO Mixed Dwarf Abortion. Yep. Mm-hmm. Which I've only just very recently put back on the shelf um, to work on something else. Yep. But, mm. but yeah, look, nothing, nothing no, spectacular or interesting. But um, but it is something we'll talk about after we we've gone through uh, <coughs> yeah, some of the events that we went to. So let's rewind back in time. <laughs> the Measured Gaming Club Champs, which yeah. had in, uh, I feel like it was October. Yeah, it was a secret uh, event. A was a secret event. It was behind closed doors. Um, invite only. Invite only. There were uh, no windows to the outside. It was basically playing in a, a vacuum of AOS. Yeah. Mm, a vacuum of gamer sweaters. Yeah, well, it was, oh, yeah, yeah, I remember uh, pretty right by the end. Yeah, of the yeah, yeah, yeah. It was pretty good. <laughs> the ventilation was on maximum efficiency. Uh, yeah, we we had a club champs for measured gaming. We had uh, sixteen competitors. Mm-hmm. Yep, Does that sound right. Yep, 
Um, and uh, it was great. It was a great couple of games. Oh, really? Ah, you know what that means. We're out of time. <laughs> you know, you know what that means. It's time to party. Yeah, Ooh, no, happy New Year. No, no, that's, that's obviously how long our last episode went for. Oh, right. uh, <laughs> or, or maybe we're just out of time. I don't know. No, we're not out of time. We're only just getting started. So we had our club champs, 16 competitors, uh, all from Bendigo and outlying regions. Kyneton boys were good. Kyneton and uh, Aubrey Wodonga. Yeah, job was uh, So it's basically just not the blokes from Melbourne. Yeah, basically. Unfortunately, uh, during this time, that was still in lockdown. So yeah, there was there was no way um, yeah, mate, yeah. that they were they were coming uh, up to see us. Uh, so what did we that do? That was greatly missed. Yeah, they were. I think um, I think they you know they were really disappointed on having missed out on what was. Well, it was, it was about it was a week before they were allowed out again. Um, yeah. for our international listener. We live in the state of Victoria, the main city of the state of Victoria is Melbourne. Uh, Melbourne had a very bad outbreak by Australian standards, a very good week by London standards. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Very, very good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they got up to 800 cases a day, so they slammed down the ring of steel. Yeah, basically metropolitan areas. Uh, there was a hard border between metropolitan and regional areas of Victoria. Mm. Um and because uh, we're original, shit, it was all very 1984. Yeah, it was a, a pretty intense time for a lot of people, and I feel bad for people living in Melbourne. Um, I don't fuck them. <laughs> it, it Corona, made... been really good for Corona. <laughs> 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 uh, so we had our club champs. It was uh, five games over two days. Yeah, we did. We did. Yeah, four, four in one day. That was that was awesome. Yeah, I wish more tournaments awesome. did four in the one and then one the next day. And then we finished it off with a general showdown. Yeah, <laughs> which was great. So that was our way of um, um, working out the the brackets of, of yeah, the tie brackets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Long term aficionados of the club will be familiar with the previous general showdown club championship held in two thousand eighteen, mm-hmm. or the. Old Church Hall screw job. <laughs> the justice for Pat, I think, is yeah. What it was. That's where ha- uh, hashtag justice for Pat came from. Where I was uh, pretty much cheated out of my rightful place in the final general yeah. showdown. So, Pat, vindication then. Vindication because you took it out. You, um, you took out the club champs. Had a bit of a strap against Roe in my first game. Mm-hmm. I was lucky. He was the favourite, wasn't he? He was, he was the favourite to win. Yep. I was pretty lucky to get away with that one. I don't normally pay much attention to wins because, you know, who can remember them all? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're not, we're not running game for game, by the way. Not no, for no, any no. of these events. No, no, no we're not. We've got... I was just saying, it was like, Roe had his 200 rat list. I had one drop a uh, corn on. It'd be 25 models, and I did him. Got pretty lucky. Yeah, that buff KO list is fucking solid, man. It is so, okay on Double War Shrine... And just like, everything else, and, yeah. <laughs> nothing else matters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's a blood mark warband, one drop. I remember talking about it with uh, Tyler back at Cancun. Mm. Yeah, it's a long time ago. And I finally got a chance to run it, and it slew. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, it fucked me, didn't it? You you put uh, Avalonor in the sword. Mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you fucking dog. So yeah, I had a bit of a struggle first game against Row, and the rest of it was just fucking gravy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there wasn't much in our game. Really fun fight. list to like. You just but you but just buff Arkeon up, put him up the middle, yeah, and laugh while people try to kill him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was so yeah. So I won. Vindication, clear yep. winner. Yep. Which meant you did not 
uh, participated in that. <laughs> Which meant you didn't participate oh, no. in the general showdown. No, he didn't. So no. was it really justice for Pat? No. 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 He, he never got judged. Well, I mean, he beat me who beat him in that. Oh, one. crushed. Uh, crushed, I think. Would be crushed, a crushed was it? Yeah. I, I had a real pig of a time with Dice and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I did. <laughs> uh, you were running the bottom of turn three, wasn't it? Or uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was running Luminef. Yeah, you basically tailed me. That's why. <laughs> yeah, I was running Luminef and um, uh, yeah, uh, just yeah, Stone Guard and uh, some Wardens basically and some Dawnlights. Yeah, you know, it's just a fun army. Um, wasn't there for sheep stations, unlike some people. Uh-huh. Well, I yeah, played against her the night before. You did, yeah, uh-huh. and and that weekend as well. And lost to Gargan. We played twice that weekend. Did we? Oh, we did too. Yeah. Oh, fuck. We had a real close game, didn't we? Yeah, it was. Yes. Oh, oh was, yeah, that was a pearl. I was deeply upset, by the way, that week. I wasn't. Mm. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you got cut. Yeah, <laughs> it was. Oh, that, was <laughs> that was a mean one. Um, I was running Stonehorns. I was running four Stonehorns and and four... Um, yeah, four you priority. I was watching that. Yeah, it was priority got me. Fuck, it was a tight game. I don't even remember that. Was that, was that uh, game three? Uh, yeah, uh, it was. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, I was, was so game, game fucking three. blind that day. I, I can't... I, I don't I remember us having a closer game than that. Like, mm-hmm. that was one yeah. of the closest games we've ever had. Yeah. Um, yeah, you did you on pro, turn five priority. Yeah. yeah, that's what it came down to last turn. Okay, uh, yeah, I, honestly, I, if I'm honest with you... I, I finished all my games early. Because, you know... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but that uh, double Warshine RK on Reapers of Vengeance was pretty good. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, I did get a chance to muck around with some giants that weekend, which was nice. I quickly oh, built, them. The I built them on the oh, no, yeah. no, no. I built them on the night before, and we just had a, absolutely smashed me. Had a had uh, a game. The, the scomper list with the nine babies. Mm. Yeah, uh, threw all these rocks at uh, my shit and killed half my army. Just yeah, from the rocks because they're then, getting like plus one, plus two damage to all the units. Then charged in mortals on the charge. Shoved them in my pockets. Yeah, shoved them down my pants. I, mind you, stuff. I did. I did shove Avalonor in straight like turn one. Yeah, to see what it would do. Yeah, and, it, and, and he, it didn't he last. died. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I actually haven't managed to have a game with my giant since. Really? I've only had one game with them. Shit. Yeah. yeah it's been a kind of Um, I just well because I was playing my dwarfs. Yeah, yeah, you're playing um, shit. That's fair. I've got a. I do have the full giant army sitting there. I've got four big boys and nine little ones, so I can do any. Any mix or combo. Um, What's your extra big guy? Gatebreaker. I did a double gatebreaker, a single Kraken and a single single Warstomper. Yeah. I keep telling people, the best Gargan list is the fucking variety pack. Uh, I don't, just, don't say it. I don't say it. I don't, I, well, the fact of the matter is they're not a good fucking army. Mm. Yeah, but you may as well. So if you're playing Gargan, yeah, you're doing you, it to thump around nah, with the fucking thump. You may as well try and take Gargan. the best. I, I think, I think oh, you can... Oh, I love this Gargan no. army. I'll take nine of the 2002 kits. No, you can still <laughs> yeah. you can still scrape a win out of them with a with a decent build. I think if you go just pure fun... Look, I agree. It's that a, would be a fun It's a learn-to-play play experience. That would be fun You're going to have play. to learn to play the list, and that's yeah, going to matter a lot Since more. when have yep. we just played for fun? Like, we're always... Well, we don't play win. for fun. No, we do. We, we do try <laughs> well, we, to we always play. have fun while we're kicking Scrub's teeth in. So... <laughs> <laughs> Or fun while we're learning by getting that's our teeth kicked. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. As <laughs> it right. may be for some of us. You see the Cobra Kai drops today. Today, is it? Yeah, yeah. I don't know what I'm doing tomorrow. Strike fire. Tell you what I'm... What I'm looking forward to in a fortnight, the mm. new the new series of The Stand. The remake mini-series of The Stand. 
is starting in two weeks. The, starting the, the Stephen King. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. quite like the first one. Yep, yeah, no, they've redone it. Rutger Howe. Yeah. It was, I mean, it's a shit 90s thing. Oh, it's a terrible 90s thing. But no, they've redone it with... Uh, What's it on? Uh, Amazon. Oh. Illegal Tara. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wherever you store your illegal Tara. Oh, uh, it's yeah, on Illegal Tara. Yeah, yeah, no, it's on, it's on Prime. I got, um, I got fucking two. I'm not paying for a third one. No, that's fair. That's fair. Fuck them. Uh, it's great that everyone wants to get into the streaming market, but I'm not running my streaming bill up to what the old cable bill was. Well, that, that's the thing. They because of all the streaming services uh, providing different content, mm. uh, everyone's going back to piracy because it's, you, it's, know, it's, you may as well go back to a DVD store. Mm, that'll never happen. No. Well, the more, the more services there are, the more avenues for shows to be on different services. Yeah, and the more uh, quality is spread out over all of yep. them as well. Yep, exactly right. Um, no, Hopefully it'll just get down to like two after the fucking Disney grinds the rest out of the market. Yeah. I don't know. Netflix is still pretty massive. I, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I wonder if Stan will make it long term. Yeah. They've got a couple of good... Got some, yeah. They've got a couple of good exclusives. Uh, Tubby's hey. another one or Tubi. Tubi, yeah. yeah I mean, everyone's got a great idea, but just um, I'm waiting for capitalism to grind them all down to fucking yeah. two, then they can start putting up the price. Yeah. yeah. Which is probably how it should be. Oh, it's only 10 bucks a month. I spend more yeah, than fucking OnlyFans. It, is it, it's, not, <laughs> it's not 10 bucks a month. It's it's 10 times four or five, you know, mm. if you got all of them. Yeah. And, and I that's, that's when you may as well just buy Foxtel. I just don't watch Yeah, but even then, you don't get everything on Foxtel. No, but at least you get sports, right? You do get the sports <laughs> on Foxtel. That's the only yeah. thing I watch on live TV and haven't watched sports last year. But nah, honestly, have you actually garbage. sat down and tried to watch fucking television? What, free to air? It's the worst. I mean, you think, how much of my fucking life did I waste watching for nine ads. minutes? Well, yeah, watching commercials. Yeah. No, it's, yeah. it is it's horrible. Just sick. And look, we're in a regional area, so all the fucking ads for a Chuka and Shepherd and a Bear. Come on, right? man, the fucking Barry's hunting and fishing! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They are the we're fucking not tents, worst. We've got swags, we've got fishing rods, and we've got a shotgun! Yeah. <laughs> and that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> The, the, only, the only people left watching network television are fucking old people. Yeah, retirees who are too scared of whatever the streaming yeah, box can't is. work out at a, you know, they didn't have enough grandkids that love them to hook up their Netflix or something. Yeah. I, I, I think uh, I'd prefer to off myself than watch daytime TV and all the fucking super funds and retirement funds and oh, yeah, health insurance yeah. ads. Fuck. I don't know, man. I feel things, like that got me through uni. <laughs> mm. Those things go for a good five minutes by themselves. Yeah, so, uh, fucking, yeah, yeah, just a disgrace to aerobics. I was told. Yeah, on television when yeah. I was a kid. Yeah. Oh, fucking late night slash morning. Like you know, when you get all the infomercials come back on. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah. that was that's when you know that you probably need to go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh, it's a bit too late. When you can hear <laughs> when the birds start chirping outside. That's yeah. when I know. Like, oh, I've done it. I've gone too yeah. far. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I fucking hate myself yeah. now. Yeah, I'm not going to be able to get out of bed. Yeah, I'm going to be real tired tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> that is enough cultural... Uh, no, it's uh, cultural criticism. Do the 12 people that listen to this podcast really come in for our valuable AOS inside? No, <laughs> yeah. they don't. Oh, I wonder, no. wonder what Pat's got to say about aerobics I was still in the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> Pelvic floor exercises. Yeah. <laughs> like we always heaven. sat up and looked a little bit closer at the television. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Now, let's do some pelvic... It's the only reason to be up at 6am on a weekday. Mm. Uh, not the... 
Yeah, no, no, not. Oh, yeah, they had the early morning. They had the early morning, morning one. one. Yeah, yeah. And that's what, in a sense, I'm incredibly jealous of the youth of today, but I'm a little bit sorry for them. Because mm. you know you've got all the porn you could ever want to watch at your fingertips from the second you can get a lock on the inside of your door. Nothing spontaneous these days, is it? And yeah. you lose something. Yeah, you do. It's in that restriction of fucking supply or whatever. Yeah, when there was absolutely. two shows on television. Yeah. And we used to have to watch the most appalling crap. I defy anyone to sit through fucking Star Trek, <laughs> the next gen. <laughs> something that's garbage. <laughs> yeah. Twenty-two episodes, eighteen of them are filler in any given fucking year. Yeah, yeah. And it was just shit on television, and you had to watch every single thing that came out if you were a geek because that was it. Because that's all you had. The amount of variety, but in that starvation, yeah, you forge bonds. Yeah. Mm. Mm. With the with the aerobics instructor yeah. at six in the morning. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Forging myself yeah, a real strong. Any bond. dude close to my age, you just got to say, "Oh, you remember getting up to watch?" Oh yeah. How about that old blonde one? I was oh yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you lose that cultural touchstone. I don't know if your kids today have got it. Oh, yeah. oh did you see that YouTube video? Yeah, yeah, which one? The one or the other mm. hundred that have come out in the last ten minutes? Exactly. Mm. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah. Look, my 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 eldest son is just getting old enough now to start getting the YouTube and his mates, and they swap videos with each other. Oh, you seen this? And, and granted, everything he's watching is fucking people playing Fortnite on Twitch. Uh, he's watching on YouTube. Fucking yeah. Powerful. And and but they love it. Mm. They, fuck, they love it. They, that's all they talk about. Um, and. And really bizarre stuff. To, for them, everything's hilarious because it's all so random. Yeah. Oh, God, it's so, oh, it's so random. Oh, it's, it's, oh. I don't know how I feel about that. Oh, it's, oh, it's so random. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, and they're just at that age of like, oh, still so innocent. Age, yeah. So innocent. Why did I have kids? <laughs> but I, I remember being a little kid and I'd be going through the video shop and I'd be like, oh, Dad, can we get this? Can we get that? And be like, nah, it's shit. It's all shit. And, I don't, and I'm like, how could it possibly all be shit? I've only seen three movies in my life, and they were amazing. You know? And now I get to this age, and I look through. I can scroll through a hundred movies on, you know, Amazon or Netflix, shit, and go, shit, oh, "These shit. are all shit." <laughs> I hit the random button on Netflix fifty times. Yeah, oh, I sat down to watch it. Yeah, they got that thing. Oh, yeah, go yeah. watch a lot. Shuffle of play. Yeah. yeah. No. No. <laughs> Netflix, you don't know me so well. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, that button's there, so uh, uh, watch stuff that do, you don't normally. You yeah. get full, and you get old, and you can only take in so much new stuff mm-hmm. before you think, fuck it, I'm just going to go watch Predator again. Fuck what? Yeah. See, I sat him down, and, and we watched Predator the other night. Yeah, that's the only reason I wish I had children. That, yeah. that is a classic movie, though. It, it is. It's a fucking great movie. And he's like, it hasn't got any jump scares, has it? I'm like, no. Oh, it's a kind of, <laughs> but it's pretty gory. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, oh, okay. I think he's. I think it's when he's ripping the skull and spine out of the body, or when the bodies have, have been skinned yeah. and hanging in a tree. And he's sitting there going, ew. <laughs> like, yeah, to but be, not a jump scare. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be innocent again. Yeah, yes. I know. I think, oh man, shit. I was a lot, you, like a lot younger than you when you I get to a point. You can only listen to so much music before you stop. Yeah, and go back to what you like. <laughs> Yeah, okay, yeah I couldn't true. agree more. It all sounds terrible. Everything is just garbage. Yeah. You know, it's back a, in mind. <laughs> you say it'll never happen to you, but it will. <laughs> it will. Yeah, it's hard to keep up with the times, that's for sure. Fucking, it's not worth it. Time's a shit. Yeah. 
<laughs> Megan the Stallion. You, you got you got, you got some bitch uh, that's uh, number one on the on you know the music, uh, whatever the fuck it is. The charts. Yeah, the charts. They don't even have. And, and no, no, and talk about wet ass pussy, mate. Like yeah. whap, fucking yeah, yeah, macaroni in a pot. Mm. Like that's yeah. not rap. No, that's just shit. Mm. But it's number one because generation of today, the youth of today, are just fucked in the head. They got no yeah. idea what's and, good. And you just sound like you're old, man. I do, don't yeah, I? Yeah, and, and that's exactly, as I can say. That and that's happens. the circle of life. <laughs> it is. It right. is yeah. I have the same conversation. I don't know how you can listen to this music <laughs> or watch this show or, or do this. Or that. I said, you know, if I listen to music, I actually want it. I want to hear a musical instrument. I want to know that the person who's doing it is actually doing something that they spent 10,000 hours practicing, learning how to play a guitar, learning Not how to play the drums. But that's not true at all because you've got your own shitty novelty songs from your own youth. Yeah. Like, I can't defend cows with guns or something like that as a musical. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think... They I, eat to grow. They grow to die. I think it's... I think you also, you in some ways, you do go back to the music of your parents. Mm. Yeah. There's always a soft spot for the music of, of your parents. Well, ACDC just released a new album mm. uh, a couple of weeks ago mm. now. Well, maybe, maybe a month or two. Mm. But yeah, fucking... Like, yeah, you, know, you got blokes in their seventies and eighties still rocking out the way that they used to. Yeah, maybe maybe a bit toned down to what they used to be, but yeah, it's still good listening. Mm. Yes, yeah, yeah, you get old and fucking you get cranky and you just want to see Baby Yoda. Yeah, <laughs> just all I want in life is a Baby Yoda. Uh, dude, that's all I'm at. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not even thirty. I just turned twenty nine. Uh, you're, you're like and mentally I'm, older. I'm, you're, yeah, you're yeah. Like I, 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 I get it. I get it, mate. I get yeah. it. Because I hang around with you cunts too much. Mm. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm, hey, no, I'm, I know I'm, I know where the good company is, and that's yeah. in people with experience. I'm, you know? I'm young at heart. Just done a lot of caves. I'm not even that old. I just look. I'm not one of those old like fucking it. guys <laughs> who thinks things were better in the past. I just liked it more. Like I'm not going to sit there and say that the fucking we were happier before the internet. We weren't. No, no, no. I don't yeah, know. It's the world a thousand was... streaming fucking television. A thousand times better yeah, yeah. than anything we had as a kid. Yeah, the world yeah. was not a better place. But fucking there were computer that games. I enjoyed more. Yeah, I'll tell you right now, and I've always said this: if fucking WoW was a thing when I was ten, I would have been one of those dickheads that didn't come out of his bedroom for fourteen years. Oh yeah, you would have been one of those kids who died of deep vein thrombosis because you didn't move for, yeah. for seventeen days. I would have been in a raiding guild and dropped out of fucking school or yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. Because mum would not grow up or be a barbarian. Selling it. Yeah, they just didn't have that imaginary world to retreat into yeah, when I was no, that young. No. No, I had comic books. Mm. I had 16-bit video games. I had action figures. Shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, had, I, had my, I had my pencils. I used to draw. Yeah, leaving fucking things. nostalgia aside, it was garbage. Yeah. It really was. You're fucking Night Rider. Are you kidding me? <laughs> That's fucking shit. Watch an episode of the A-Team. It's fucking terrible. Yeah, yeah. I do. I do still go back and watch MacGyver though. Yeah, the original. Fucking love MacGyver. Just think so MacGyver's his way out of shit. You know? I love it. <laughs> Fucking love MacGyver. MacGyver. <laughs> it's just great. Uh, get us back on track, Dave. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we like to start the new year with a reflection on just <laughs> why everything is bad. Yeah, <laughs> we, we do have written down reflect yeah. on twenty twenty, but we, we, we do. Look, the miserable state of our lives. <laughs> look, the fact is, it's. Been a long time since we've done a podcast, and frankly, it's been a long time since. And what the just... fuck is up with your pornography, younger generation? <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! 
There's, uh, there's a can of worms. I'm serious, mate. Right? Fucking... Well, what, is that, what one Go thing on. in particular is wrong with it? It's not step relative sibling fucking... Uh, step brother, I'm stuck in the washing machine. It's <laughs> going into fucking self-parody now. Yeah. It's not even... Look... If you were into fucking your siblings, and I'm not saying I am, <laughs> oh well, well. <laughs> you wouldn't enjoy this because it's just so. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> you wouldn't enjoy it because you're like, oh, this is so pedestrian. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the wow factor? <laughs> Look, hey, back all the way back to the sixties and seventies, there were there was still the taboo porn. Yeah, it's not a new thing. It's, it's just fucking mainstream just everywhere. I know. It is is step. It's uh, not even a category anymore. That's just porn. Is stepbrother or sister a fucking taboo though? Like they're not related at all. Hmm? I'm, I'm, yes, uh, it's a taboo. Still family. <laughs> it's yeah, still, I, still I think family? take it up yeah. with your mother if you don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but that's the other one where mum gets involved. Yeah, you know, yeah. That. <laughs> yeah uh, when, when you get one of the parents and all porn stars are either teens or milf. Yeah, there's nothing. There's nothing in between. No in between. No, yeah. They're actually fifty. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But they're still oh, what do you do? Oh, I'm 28 years old. I'm engaged, but I'm working. Oh, we're thinking of getting married. Nah, teen milk. That's yeah. it. <laughs> That's exactly right. How old are you? 21. Are you still lactating? <laughs> I had kids 20 years ago. Are you still lactating? Nah. Nah, sorry, mate. You're out. Yeah. You're yeah. gone. Nah. <laughs> mm. At least you don't get the guilt porn like you used to. Hmm? The grandmas you like yeah, to fuck. Oh, yeah, it's still yeah. plenty. Uh, I've never seen I'd still watch Dina Harper tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I do get disappointed because you know I feel like all the all the girls I grew up with watching they're just there's no new videos of them anymore. This point, mm-hmm. no find new ones. Yeah. Find new ones. <laughs> <sighs> things things and were, we have now hit the drunken hour. They were different. <laughs> they were different. They weren't better, but they were different, and somehow well, that's the more fucking, enjoyable. Okay, that's the generational thing. Mm. Whether you grew up watching internet porn or stealing real porn. Mm. See, yeah, I, I like to think that back in my early days, I used to steal my dad's porn. Like, yeah, you, get, you mm. see a fucking video floating around in his wardrobe or whatever and you used to yeah, yeah, look for Christmas go, presents or something. Yeah, yeah, go grab the old VHS. Yeah, and yeah, yeah and then you'd what, see what, that what? and you'd, you'd go... Uh, he used to have a tally which um, was in his bedroom, like mum and dad's bedroom. And this was back when it was... a actual thing that you used to have was uh you had the old CRT TV with the VCR player built yeah, in. Built, built, built in, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, oh yeah. yeah, what's this, I wonder? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, that's, that sounds sloppy. <laughs> yeah. No, so, you know, it's, um, but then, yeah, the internet came out and that was a thing. So, I, I, I mean, changed. I'm in that generation where we we were, I was talking to you about this in the car on the way here, mm, mm. went through that transition period through school uh, where we used to, for all of our research material, would look in the uh, encyclopedias. But yeah. then, uh, uh, this is when the internet was coming through and uh, sort of just post-dial-up uh, into ADSL 1 yeah. was when... Um, we, you know, we used to actually be able to start doing research online, yeah. but we were never allowed to, on our bibliographies, uh, we were never allowed to have like more than two out of the 10 references to be online. So, yeah. No. yeah. How no, times have changed. It's yeah, a fucking was. losing battle. It's the greatest information resource in the world oh, to be sure. out of your head not to use it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's easy to get I just fucking Wikipedia shit like everyone else. Yeah. Or YouTube. And you teach well, Wikipedia yeah, is yeah. that Britannica 24 volumes, mm. right? Mm. Yeah. 
plus then all the other five million that are on there. Well, how do you do something? You just YouTube it. YouTube doctors it. do that. Yeah, YouTube it to learn how to do it. Hmm. I went down oh, doctors fucking years ago. Hmm. Oh, what's wrong with you? Well, we'll type it into Google. Yeah. <laughs> are you fucking serious? <laughs> I'm paying you money to do this. <laughs> Six yeah. fucking years and you can't tell me? Yeah. <laughs> you should fucking know. <laughs> Actually, fucking, I will say what, I, I do love my Dr. Rawani, bless her. We had the same GP for like five years. We get mm-hmm. along really well. But fucking, they can't keep a fucking appointment on time. And even when we went to phone appointments in COVID, yep. they were still 40 fucking minutes late. Yeah. I'm like, what other business do they fucking do that in? <laughs> like an hour and a half. Like, oh, I'll give you a phone appointment at 2, 3.30. Oh, hello, Patrick. Fucking... You can't tell, and it's a doctor, so you got to respect the medical profession. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what the fuck sort of time do you call this? <laughs> yeah, you've got a doctor's appointment, you get there 20 minutes late. They're late at fucking 8.30 in the morning. That's true. There's um, there's two things that doctors have never been good at, and that's, uh, firstly, is being on time. Second one is their handwriting. They've always been shit. Yeah. It's just bad. It's like fucking who runs a business? And maybe if you like go to expensive doctors, they show up on time. Yeah, I think that's actually like the case. they don't have no, superpowers or anything. No, like no, they they got. They got uh, yeah, but if you go see uh, your fucking Bond Street specialist, or whatever yeah, yeah, it is. they have a smaller caseload as well. Hmm. And that's the thing; they're not running at capacity or just over capacity constantly. They they actually give themselves some breathing space. Yeah. Hmm. Um, which is something that well, you can't afford to do out here in regional areas because there's actually just not enough doctors. Mm. you want to get seen at all I mean if I want to see my GP I've got to book about three three and a half weeks in advance mm. yeah, just to see a GP uh, just you know but that's a state of uh, of, of rural mm. area well you know fucking, and we didn't go on lockdown so yeah um, alright back on track can we get let's, yeah, let's talk so <laughs> club, club champs Pat won it yep congratulations no, I just yep. win fucking devastated Pat Pat walked in and uh, slapped his cock on the table and took everybody yeah. out. A convincing 5-0, but he got yes. to miss out on the general showdowns and all the other brackets. So, yeah, you know, I don't know if that's really a win. <laughs> you can have it, mate. Uh, um, <laughs> hang on. Uh, let me just consult. Oh, just go and get the fucking... Hey, you want to get some more beers while you're out there? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I actually can't even remember how I went. I'm pretty sure it was garbage, though. I think I went I think I went 2-3. Yeah, I went 3-2. Yeah. Because um, it was me and Pat, uh, top table, game five. Yeah. And um, yeah, he, he, he picked me quite convincingly. So. Yeah. I think I beat Slayers, I lost to Ogres, I lost to your Elves, I lost to the Seraphon, and I won against whatever my last game was. Yeah. Uh, oh, I won against oh the Bloodthirster Corn Lips. Uh, Kyle? Yeah. You lost to Kyle. No, no, I, I, I won against that. So I beat I beat Fire Slayers and I beat Bloodthirsters and I lost to the other three. I got, to, I got to verse him as well because he had Archaon. Yeah, it was and Archaon and, and Bloodthirster. And a, and a Deathurster, or yeah. the, the Rage Thirster, whatever the fuck you want to call it. The, the yeah. one with the big explodey axe. Send that motherfucker in to my army turn one and blow up most of my shit. But I still be fucking useless. Uh, yeah, good. Stonehorn. Stonehorn's killed it. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. He's from um, Kilmore. So there you yeah. go. There you go. This is, uh, you can't see it, obviously, because you're listening, but let me describe for you what the trophy is. Uh, I spent about 28 hours 3D printing a sign uh, that holds a 375mm can perfectly because of uh, an inset piece, or 
holds a stubby or a bottle uh, that is a bigger size. It is sort of a, a, a coppery bronze in colour. It big has, dragon has a big dragon on a shield with some chainmail wrapping around the back, some filigree, um, and, a, and a leather look handle. Um, yeah, it's pretty cool. I was actually, actually really happy with how it I never got to have a good look at that. So yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, who walked away with nothing from the club, Jim? <laughs> yeah, uh, and that was Pat's trophy for winning. Um, I'm actually really pleased with how it came out, and um, for future measured events, expect to see something similar because mm. I've got uh, about 20 different designs. Nice. At home. So tell you what I did miss though from this club champs compared to the last time was drinking out of the trophies. Mm. Uh, just you know, and <laughs> you had like a whole bottle of rum. Oh, that life. was messy, wasn't it? Because he was pretty sad in 2018, and um, the church hole screw job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you then you had that cup and you smashed it down, and then you were feeling pretty good afterwards. So yep. yeah, <laughs> that was uh, that was a fun night. I, I do remember it fondly. Yeah. It was a very good club championship. Thanks to all the boys for showing up. Yep. Yeah, that this year. A couple of new recruits from Cotton. And that was that yep. was straight after uh, sort of the second lockdown that we had, wasn't it? So yeah. it was it was really good just to have a few of the guys together and yeah. just get on the piss. And we drank a lot of piss. We did, day. yeah, slabs, slabs and slabs. Um, and it was good. It's uh, we we actually ran it um, out of uh, my workplace, which it'll be the last one we get to do of that because we're actually moving. In a couple of months um, yeah. from there, so it was good to actually. So what you're saying is we've got, we got a chance for one more day, one more, one more. Nah, day. you've had a time now. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. it. It's done. <laughs> um, but that was really good. So that was club champs. Um, yeah, I think it was a really great, really great event, and I think everyone who came along for the most part had a good time, did well. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it was, it was really good. We're not submitting it to rankings either, so Sydney listeners, you don't have to worry about us doing the dodgy again. So you know. No, it's all. It was it was literally a, it was like a beer and pretzel. Two thing. guys left playing AOS in Sydney. Yeah, coach. Two more than what the listeners. <laughs> Just covering all the bases, mate. Just covering yeah. all the bases. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, next event we can talk about yeah. would be uh, there was uh, an event in Canberra. Um, this was end of the Everwinter. The end of the Everwinter, which was in November, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, hosted by Rocky Michael Thompson. Uh, he just moved down there and he he ballsed up and ran an event in a in a new area which he's never been to. Yep, well, hasn't been to for long. So yeah, kudos to him for doing that. That was mm-hmm. awesome, and it worked out perfectly time wise for us because the borders were closed from Victoria to New South Wales up until the weekend before. About that, yeah. Yeah, yeah literally so, about seven days before. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I think Bendigo uh, represented about a quarter of the field. Yeah, we had about 14 people there, I think. Yep. 14 um, or 15 or something. It was very cool. Um, as as people. I didn't, I, I actually I didn't, didn't get yeah. to that one. I did um, I, I did uh, help out with the player pack, and Pat, you and I did a, a list review show did, for it. Yeah, um, that, that can be found on uh, Measure Game YouTube channel. Yes, yeah, like subscribe. Um <laughs> But, uh, yeah, well, Joel is the only one who actually did get to attend. Mm. Um, you want to give us a quick rundown on the, the highs and lows? And yeah, sure. So um, uh, we all stayed, at, well, most of us stayed at the, uh, where we normally do for CanCon, on the, uh, camping on the showgrounds there. Yep. Uh, and Joel Games is where the venue, uh, well, the tournament was. And um, that's just literally down the road. 
So it's like less than a five minute drive from. So you didn't have to see much of Canberra while you were there. No, no, because it's all on that same side. Oh, and good. Um, was yeah. <laughs> Gold Games is in a really awesome spot. It's right around the corner from a brothel and a strip club. I said Fishwick. No, no, no. It's in Mitchell. I think. Okay. Yeah, in the industrial area there, and there's a. There's, oh, I can't remember the the name, but um, yeah, there, there's a joint. We didn't go in there, but just uh, no for next time. You had Pete, and you didn't go to the strip club. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> anyway, doesn't matter. But uh, it was it was really good. Um, got to play. I think I played against. Yeah, you know, I played three of our own boys. But um, uh, game one was really awesome. I got to play against Mitchell. Uh, well, Mitch, he had a, a corn army. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And then game three, I can't remember his name. But uh, one thing I do remember was because um, we had, we had uh, in the industrial area, we had uh, the Ute out. Out front with the Eskies load, and we were just on the piss all day, just mm-hmm. like camp on. It was it was really good to do that again. But uh, game three, bloke was running like five stone horns and a couple of um, Mornfang, yeah, Mornfang. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I was running beasts. <laughs> and uh, he, when I first walked up to the table, he's like, "Oh," and this was focal points. So, oh, sorry for what's about to happen, or something like that. He's mm-hmm. said to me, "I'm like, oh yeah, me too." <laughs> <laughs> I pushed his shit in. <laughs> uh, Overconfidence with the stonehorn. Yeah, well, that, that's it's your best battle plan. Extra. Yeah, yeah. That, that's your best battle plan. You, you yep. draw beasts of chaos. Yeah, yeah. You're like, oh, you'd be rubbing your hands together. Yeah. yeah. And it, it was one of those moments. I don't like to get myself, I'm not too cocky about myself. Right? <laughs> But um, it was one of those times where I'm like, don't you know, know who I am? Don't you know who the fuck I am? Do you know who I am? <laughs> They, it was good because mm. I played against uh, Matt Kemp, uh, who also took six stone horns this tournament. Mm. Yeah. But I played against him oh, uh, a couple of weeks prior to that. Oh, I don't know. We did a battle report, and um, it was Beast versus his stone horns. And he actually beat me, but I'm like, oh, I don't know what to do next time in this exact battle plan against yeah. this exact army. Yeah. And um, I was running six Bulgors, and they just did so much work. Like, I got to play uh, Corey Ford, uh, who's measured. Uh, he was running uh, double gatebreaker gargants. Yep. Six bulgors killed two. Two of his mega gargants. Yeah, that's wild. One turn after the other. Just one shot it. And then, oh, didn't kill the second one, left it on one wound. But yeah, just unreal. That's a huge amount of output. Yeah. So, yeah, that was really fun. Um, we went We went there. We came. We saw. We conquered. We went first all the way down to seventh. Yep, and then I think we got tenth as well. Yep, shout out to Rock for fucking taking a punt on the COVID being down yeah. when it was too. Yeah, yeah, yep, absolutely. He picked his day to like a thing up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I meant to mention something about lunch on day one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I missed out on lunch. I got oh sorry, I didn't. I got a uh, six inch subway roll for lunch. Um, Cake. Yeah, yeah, but it, it was a vegetarian one. That's all that was left because um me and me game one opponent we just have a really good time and um. It kept getting interrupted, right? I've got, I've got to tell you the story. So, uh, Mitch, he was running uh, a bloodthirster in the list that you were running the other day. You know, uh, It wasn't the D-thirster, but it was the... Um, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not the Wrath of the Fury, was it? Yep. Yeah. So, he was running that with all the extra attacks on it. And, uh, and I had it down to one wound left. And I had Ungor Raiders in combat. Uh, so, they hit on fives, wound on fives. So, I'm like, oh, yeah. Rolled a hit, and we were really into this specific moment because it was going to be awesome either way if it happened. And um, yeah, so one wound left, two ungore raiders, one hits, 
I go to roll, I pick up the dice to roll the wound, and then I have Michael rock in saying, oh, guys, you know, you got fucking five minutes left. He just wanted to keep talking, talking, talking. He, he, he likes talking, right? That's fine. Uh, and then um, the bloke who is running the shop, Joel Games, comes in and starts talking to me and then to my opponent and then to, to Rockhampton. Uh, all while I still got these dice in my hand to roll this fucking wound roll. And me and Mitch, because we were in this little room by ourselves, we are like really into the game and then it just gets completely interrupted. While there's like, what, five minutes to go or whatever the fuck he said? Yeah. I'm not rolling this dice until you fucking go, cunts. Yep. <laughs> yep, yep. But I hate that. I am. Um, he was a newer guy to Agency Man. I just wanted to have a really good game, game one, you know, because hmm. the first game back in the tournaments and, oh, man. Anyway, I found the wound, but all the uh, all my energy had dissipated and everything. So, it was mm, not really so you would have hit it if you hadn't been interrupted. Really. Correct, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he would have failed his save. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He would have failed his save. Totally. Yeah. It, just, it just would have been awesome. But that was a, that was a really fun game, man. And, um, yeah, so I want to share it. Um, so, where was Chuck? Uh, he pulled out a couple of days before the event, I think. Yeah. Yeah. All these, Chuck and all these cronies pulled out. It's a show. Yeah, yeah, shit happens. Yeah. Well, it's a local local Canberra event. It's just a shame that um, not more. Yeah, not all uh, the local Canberrans can get to locked up. That's fine. It's all good. But yeah, you know, for whatever reason, I don't know why. Don't it don't. is it is what it is. And um, drama. No, it, it is what you want to make of it. You know. Yeah, obviously, I want to make some drama of it. <laughs> <laughs> some, you can tell from the tone of my voice. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're entertainers. Yeah. Yeah. So, some bloke yeah, didn't come to a Warhammer event, so he pulled out. Whatever. Did he sign up? Yeah, he did sign up. But Mum no, should have pulled out. No, when it, <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Mick. That's his joke. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so um, I only went three two with the beast uh, that yeah. weekend. Lost the Tristan game five. These fucking fifty blockings or whatever. Ugh. And Ugh. Um, yeah, that's just a hard army to beat with Bok. <laughs> so um, yeah, you know. It's, it was good. Um, came, I came seventh. Shout out to Brushy on that one, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, and Joel Graham. Five and for both of them. Uh, Joel Graham first, Brushy second, because yep. of secondaries or whatever. Yep. Um, so Brushy was running a change host. He came third, was it, right? Uh, I don't recall. I think it might have been right. I can't Peter Atkins? No, he came no. fourth. He, he, uh, yeah. he did a match. He got yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he got cucked off the podium by... <laughs> and... Just rightly so, you know. Fuck that, Ken, because you did that to me at the start of the year. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what was Joel Graham running? Uh, Feck, Crystal Gore. Ah, so, yeah, that's right. Him and Brownie both took Feck. Yeah, I versed, yeah. versed uh, other Joel game two, actually. And um, fucking Crystal Gore, pile in when you die, and then pile in twice. Mm-hmm. Uh, six bulls got into his general, killed it, and then he ate that, all six of them, and a doom Shit. Yeah, so that was... That uh, was a good pack. For diminishing returns. That hurt, and that was game over. Basically, when that happened, so, yeah, 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 you don't have any hard hitters left. No, that was point. that was turn two, <laughs> and that'd be your general going as well. There, yep. two balls general. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So right. I just had a whole heap of spawn running around on the table, and that was um, scorched earth. It's just really just I, I hate the new scorched earth. I preferred it when it was um, short table edge to short table edge. So you had that little yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, it was only yeah. the the forty eight inches instead of the the whole table open. Yes, mm. you had to try and push your way through. Yeah, um, I found out. Yeah, I'm not in love with this year's general handbook. No, no, uh, I, they I, they ruined Star Strike. Yeah, ruined it. 
I haven't played it. I love the the in between one. With, you got rid of the in between. They got they got rid of the in between one. With it's like going the, back to the yeah, first. When you, when you arrived the two D six, and it was two twelve where yeah. it could land. That's last year's. This year's one two and three. It's just a D three. And no middle one. Mm. No, and the and yeah. middle. But instead of you had more uh, chance of it going. Much Somewhere. further, yeah. yeah. Like it wasn't just in set spots. Wasn't, yeah, yeah, wasn't yeah. that three, three sets? It was, right. it was uh, eleven set spots instead of three. Mm. Yeah, so I, it made it a bit more. Yeah, I really like the in between one. I think that's a real, real shame. Yeah, yeah. That, anyway, that's mm. neither here or there. And I still want Fritz fucking focal points. No, no. Take that back a couple. Blade's Edge. That's mm-hmm. shit. Blade's Edge is garbage. Um, the forcing the hands was a good one. Though. I think yeah. forcing the hands a fun one. Yeah. Uh, I enjoy forcing that's a That's a really good competitive battle plan. I think Knife to the Heart will, will stay. I like the new Knife to the Heart, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I just I don't like anything with a really janky deployment, though. Mm. Um, Total Conquest is still good. I'm, I'm, I'm mixed on that battle plan. I just don't fucking Is that know. Leaders or Behemoths? I don't leaders, like all the new scoring leaders. options. Yeah. The bonus point scoring. Um, the only scoring thing I do like is... The objective burning one where you can't do it when the leader's there. I like that. Squad's there. Squad's there. Yeah. Six scenario, but I like the yeah, yeah, character back in you can't burn. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I, just, I really just wish there was short to short instead of long to long again. Yeah. Back when they were deep, it was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it had to work. But let's face it, we barely played the fucking General's Handbook. That's true. This one has not had much of a run. Yeah, I'm sure uh, given any other year, I would have played probably about 10 more times, like 10 times more games. And, um, would be complaining about it now would have worked it out a bit yeah. more but um, you got a best thing and worst thing for that weekend uh, doesn't have to be the event but just the weekend in general uh, the event itself was fine there yep. no no issues here yep um, best thing though was just getting on the piss with the guys at the campsite yeah um, well overdue yeah. yeah worst thing would have been the live band at the pub on Saturday night they were just way too loud. Yeah. Like you, you couldn't even talk to someone who was next to you. you had to start shouting. Yeah. And even then it was bad. And like they were playing fucking You're pretty old now, mate. Yeah. Music. No, seriously. Uh, it just remember were you there when we went to Yardbird? No, you weren't. Um, yeah. I look I if I'm at a pub I like to be able to talk to people. I don't yeah. wanna, I don't wanna have to talk over it. I don't mind if I have to be a bit more vocal. But when I have to shout into someone's ear so for them to hear me, that's this is a bit too loud. It's why I like a beer garden. Mm. That's where we were without oh, a man. Right. <laughs> <laughs> way too loud. Yeah, but uh, you know, yelling at people just to yeah. Oh, I mean, it's a trip to Canberra. It's never going to be good. No, that yeah, that pub wasn't the best. Mm. Probably wouldn't get that place. Is shit, Canberra. Yeah, right. let's. Uh, we've got one more event to talk about. Um, if you're still with us. Well, God bless you. Doing well. Um, we had uh, a really fun event, actually, uh, local one here. We did a team event. Mm. Part of the wider Victorian Teams Championship. Yeah, which uh, we will probably be kicking off well, this year now because, yeah, uh, we're looking to league it up with a whole heap of different teams. Yeah, so this now was... that we've got the pack sorted, it's a pretty good pack for this kind of thing for one day mm-hmm. games. Um, it's one day, three games. Yep, five versus five. That's what it was. We might put that back down to four. Four. Yeah. Look, I think four is probably better realistically. We had selection problems with four though. Oh, oh we're running. No, we had, we had a couple of teams. Yeah. yeah. Um. So it was uh, measured Bendigo. 
versus uh, measured quantum. Yep. As the club champion, I can't really take a part in intra-club oh, disputes. fuck so off. <laughs> so you, you had to gracefully... I, I had to stay yeah. above the mm-hmm. foray, you know, much like the Queen in the Parliament. Yep, yep. Look, uh, I was lucky enough to get to attend this one, which was a lot of fun. I, I take my responsibility seriously. You know? Yeah, yeah, it's important. It was a really good day, though, wasn't it? It we was went, a we great went down day. down to Kitan for the day. Yeah, I was working hard before I couldn't go. Yeah. We, um, they, they put a spread on for us. They did. It was, it they was all had matching tracksuits. They did. They did. Yeah. Uh, that's just a Kitan thing, I guess. Yeah. Um, uh, you reckon they wear matching tracksuits like all the time anyway? I hope so. I really <laughs> hope so. <laughs> no, I know they went out and bought them. Um, and uh, yeah, they, they, it was really good because um, they're actually a really good. They are a good mix of guys. Good mix of guys. They're also a good mix of AOS experience, I think. Yeah, you got mm. a couple of really switched on. Which is odd, considering Peter Atkinson brought them all into the fold. Yeah. He he sold them all under destruction, so he can get easy wins locally. I think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're all destruction. Type. That is definitely that is definitely a Except des- for Rowe, they're all fucking yeah. Weird. It's a destro. Rowe knows better. better. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so we went Ooh, along. <laughs> we did. Uh, it was. I think they just recruited him so he can sell his old destruction armies to people without having to pay postage or cheap <laughs> Just yeah. head them off. Yeah. Um, no, it was really good. It uh, was three games. So, so what was the format? Sorry. Um, uh, how did you pick the? So what were the rules for picking teams? Yep. So uh, teams were picked um, mm-hmm. prior to the event. Um, Joel selected the. Joel selected the teams. Um, yeah. Yeah. Now, obviously, in measured gaming, there is uh, far too many players to please everybody to get on a team event like this with just one team, and we would, would they were teams of five. So, no matter what, people were going to be disappointed uh, with the selection yeah, yeah. process. It was a lose lose situation for me, but that's the position that I put myself into, so that's yeah. fine. So, um, we I picked. Uh, Bit of a mix, uh, based off of uh, people's uh, previous tournament sort of history, uh, which was the club chance. Uh, so results, behaviour, and so on and so forth were all in, all fucking considered for this. Yep. And um, yeah, so I ended up with well, it was us two, me and Dave, um, Rushy, Corey Ford, and Tristan. Yep. And um, didn't we kick some ass, mate? <laughs> you guys did, I didn't. You talk through your list of games, I'll be back in a sec. Alright. Um, right, so what were the rules? You couldn't duplicate War Scrolls in the same yeah, team. Yeah, so the same team, you couldn't duplicate War Scrolls. So something like an endless spell, there could only be one endless spells amongst, uh, one copy of it amongst the five armies. You couldn't take, you know, two armies from the same faction, basically. Two, so does that extend like two units of Chaos Marauders? No, no, that's fine. You can you can have multiple units in the one list. No, I mean, like, so you can't have Chaos Marauders in two different Chaos Marauders. Nope, no, nope, couldn't do it. So what we did, we actually had to work out uh, ahead of time, basically, who was taking what faction, uh, what, what army. So, um, you know, our process was going through... Well, here are here are three armies that I would be happy to field for for this. We knew what the pack was ahead of time. We knew what the missions were going to be, um, and so we just went through a process of well, everybody put up the three that they'd be willing to play. Get rid of any crossover. Which two of these are you more happy with? So delete a few more, and then come down to the final decision. Um, and it was funny. A lot of it came down to, um, you know, if one person plays. Uh, you know, if if Tristan played 
KO, for example, he'd be running KO with spell on the bottle, which would mean I couldn't run KO or probably Skaven because I wouldn't have Warflight in Vortex. Mm. So there were there were decisions around that. It was like, well, if one person takes that, that knocks out two options over here. What was that going to leave me with? Nighthorn. Mm. Like, it's not competitive. So there, there was a lot of uh, back and forth to sort of talk about who was going to take what, what they could do. Um, so it sounds like a lot of time was spent trying to talk Christian out of... No, look, realistically, he's got Doc to fall back on. Um, I didn't have as many competitive options to fall back on if it went that way. So Joel was pretty happy to go with his new Liberator list, Tristan with his Marathi Doc list. Mm -hmm. Brushy had just gone 5-0 and with Change Host, so that was a no-brainer. Uh, Corey Ford wanted to play Gargants, mm -hmm. and that left me being able to play with my weird um, KO build. You could have taken... Um Skaven or something, but it just you, I could have taken Skaven. Right? Yeah, that's right. And so, I, I didn't, I didn't want to be pushing around 120 or 140 yeah. plague monks. Yeah. Um. At a, at at you know a sort of fun thing, and plus I'm well out of practice with them. All I've been playing lately is, um, more tribes, and I just come off club champs. I didn't really feel like running stonehorns again. Yeah. I couldn't play with my new giants because, uh, I knew Corey Ford really wanted to play them, yeah. and he had his painted. I would have had to have painted a lot of shit to get yeah. mine there. So just to clarify, we didn't have to have it fully painted. We just needed to make it look like yeah, it was done. some effort was shown. So, you know, the likes of my Arcanauts, they were pretty much just a base colour. Yeah. Um, but uh, my list in the end was my weird uh, my weird dwarf list. So um, that is uh, four, four lots of... Uh, Sorry, <laughs> just distracted. Uh, sorry, so uh, that list is um, 20 Hearthguard Berserkers with uh, Rune Smiter for Deep Striking, 30 Iron Drakes with a Rune Lord for giving them extra rent. Uh, then it was three Gun Haulers. Yep. Uh, Sky Wardens. Oh, fuck yeah. And yep. um, who the fuck puts a sit back on this? Uh, and uh, <laughs> four lots of ten Arcanauts, and a uh, I had a a uh, what was my hero I had in there? I think I had a a chemist or a navigator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, can't it, remember. It was one of those two. Anyway, it was. It was a slightly different list to the one I've been running over the last few months. I, I normally would have a Magma Droth. I dropped that for the Smiter so that I could get some Deep Strike. Um, I was running four Gun Haulers at one point. Yep. I dropped a Gun Hauler for the sake of um, uh, getting some extra bodies in there because, as we were saying, bodies win games. Yep. Um, look, my uh, I, I didn't have a great outing. Uh, that weekend. Yeah, you went 0-3, didn't you? I did. I yeah. couldn't couldn't close one. Uh, I played against KO round one. Um, so Ken, yeah. Uh, got all my heroes uh, Warp Lightning Vortex off turn one, which... Doesn't help. It doesn't help. It, it did really shut down uh, a lot of my stuff. Yeah. Uh, game two, I played against uh, Gargants, or Sons of Behemoth. Now it was pretty close at one stage when I went down there. You could have... Um... Uh, I was really close to winning, and then I just couldn't quite kill one thing. Yeah. And he turned around and, and finished me just off. Walk, yeah. Um, so... yeah, look, that was good. I 
target priority was right, but couldn't quite swing it. Uh, my last game was against um, the Iron Jaws with Pete, and um, I've actually never played against Pete before. Mm. It's the first game and, and long time coming. Um, I've never played against anyone who was so cerebral in their playing. Yeah, um, the way methodical. The way he would sit back, he treats it like chess. Yeah, yeah he's a slow player. Well, it, no, it, <laughs> to his credit, he he really made the most of every single interaction, every single move. His positioning was on point, and you know he sort of he said right off the bat, he's gone. I'm just trying to work out now whether I want to alpha you or whether I, I need to play it a little safer. He goes, because it's been two years since I've tried to alpha anyone or anything. Um, this was uh, Pigs, a, a single crusher, uh, yeah, Ard Boys, brutes. some Brutes, um, two, Hidden filth or two uh, uh, Bone Shaker dudes, whatever they are, and a, and a Mage dude. Yeah, War Chambers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and look, he decided in the end that he would alpha me. He rushed in. He, I thought I'd screened pretty well, and he blitzed through the screen. His more crusher jumped over the top, and look, I had a huge uphill battle. I brought my, um, I did bring my fire slayers in late, and I put them off to one side. This was playing Star Strike, and I was pretty well coming back in this game. And he just actively outmaneuvered and shut me down again. Um, and while I managed to take off a lot of his toys with just my fire slayers, mm. he took my iron drakes out of the game, took all my arcanoids out of the game. I couldn't get on objectives. You know, when all you've got is gun haulers to take objectives, you're fucked. Yeah. Um, and look, when, when we sort of finish talking about the weekend, I'll go through why I've now put it to one side. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's not just because I lost with it, by the way. <laughs> because it's shit. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I, I took me uh, the new Stormkeep patrol sort of list. But I, I think it's... I feel, personally, I feel like it's the best iteration of that kind of build. And that was... um really disagree. <laughs> Lord Salston on Dracoth uh, in Hammers of Sigma. He was the general. Uh, two Castellants. Now we're both in the new hero battalion where you get extra CP. Mm-hmm. Um, then I had the Veritense uh, with Divine Light, which is probably the best prayer in that well, book. Well, it has been the best prayer. Yeah, just it's never really come into effect, has it? It goes into a four, though. That's no, no, it's a three. Yeah, yeah, Divine Light's a three. What's up, the one that's um, on a four? Lightning Chariot. Oh, whatever the fuck that's called now. Mm. Relocation. Translocation. Translocation, yeah. The Divine Light's always been the best prayer. Yeah, so basically on a three up, uh, pick a friendly unit, hold within 18. Uh, re-roll re-roll, to hit re-roll ones powerful. to hit for that unit. Or cool. you can pick an enemy unit, re-roll sixes to hit, hold within 18. And so I'll, I'll touch on that in a little bit. It came into effect uh, in two of my three games. Well, one of, one of my three games specifically. Always so, has been the best prayer. Yeah. Then it was basically just uh, two units of 30 Liberators, one with... Um, one with uh, double hammers, just because that's mm-hmm. the models I've got, uh, and then one with the swords and hammers, and uh, sorry, not swords and hammers, uh, shields and hammers, <coughs> and um, six griff hounds. And then the other battle line was uh, in a free guild guard, which had eighty points. They just they just slot into the battle line uh, spot really well in uh, when you're taking a, sc- a stormkeeper. Yeah, good backboard unit. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 10, 10 models to zone with. It's pretty good. Um, MVP over the weekend would probably have to be the Numina 6 Griffhounds. Highly underrated. Uh, me, highly, highly flexible. Um, they can do a lot of damage and they can just fuck off. If you make yelping noises when your opponent kills them, you dishearten them. Psychological warfare. Yeah. 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 Now, you're going to kill the Griffin. What's wrong with you? My list was, it comes to like 1980 and it's a three drop just because of the free guild guard, which is fine. Three drops is pretty good at the moment. No drops is important at the moment. Yeah, especially especially when you can teleport, uh, you know, over half your army to wherever it needs to be before your opponent gets to go. They want to take yep. the first turn. Hugely important. Yeah, so it's really good there. But if they do out drop you, then you can just sort of point them back a little bit, but still be in range to affect everything that you want them to. Yeah. But um, yeah, so I uh, I did the 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 matchup. Process as well. I don't know if you touched on. No, that. I didn't go through the matchup process. That was yeah. actually really interesting. So, do you want to run through that? So, yeah, basically how ETC does it and how Runex does it, except we only did it for the first round, and then the winner of that first round got to choose whether we slid up or down the player order. So yeah. So the first um, thing you we we'd put up a list, and then they'd put up two lists, and then you choose and one, then you choose which enemy list, you want. Yeah. And the other list stays there, you put up two and they choose one. And, and they choose so who it's going to go again. So you're back and forth that way first. How much were you able to influence the matchups? Uh, well, we got I got it almost perfect, if I'm honest. Uh, there was one which didn't matter. With, uh, well, sorry, there was two that didn't matter because I got the, the key ones over and done with early. And um, I was like, oh, yeah, who wants this? <laughs> mm. <laughs> who wants this game? <laughs> So and then Dave, you got the you got stuck with KO, didn't you? Yeah, the the two I, I kind of didn't want first round were the two they gave me. So it was either KO or Fire Slayers. There were the no, two. Oh fuck you! No, 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 well, no, 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 no. They they put those two up against me. I think it was, that was really well played. They just worked out in that particular battle plan yeah. with the two yeah. side objectives. So, They're the two ones. Yeah, I'm basically, I picked against. the list which uh, was the strongest against all the other lists that were still available. So yeah. yeah. But that's just what you do, right? Yeah. Uh, no, look, you, you take the best pick out of a bad, mm-hmm. bad cool. options. Um, yeah. So we, I nailed that. Uh, they were kind of happy, but they weren't at the same time. I, I feel like in all three of the rounds, it was three two every time. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, but that's because uh, oh, was Brushy went one and two with his change host after a five zero. So. That kind of um, made it a bit tighter. Mm. Yeah, that's fine. We we still got the win anyway. But um, yeah, uh, anyway, I I, um, I got put myself up against Pete game one. Captain versus captain. Yeah. Yeah, and um, yeah, smashed him. <laughs> he there was there was a little bit in there. He, if he got like a priority role, he could have uh, got the more crush in my backfield a turn earlier. But it honestly it wouldn't have. I feel we may need to mention Pete's gone sex offender ball. We already did. <laughs> <laughs> we already did. I thought we might have already mentioned it. I just remember it again. I want it to become like a meme. <laughs> no, I want Pete to feel eyes in the back of his head next time he's at an event. You know? No. I think, I think if, if, I think if he shaves yeah, his just, head... Yeah, just Pete just walk around. Yeah, he really has. Yeah. Is, that, is that that guy? No, 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 I think, no. I think if he shaves his head and puts on a big gold, gold chain... He's got a real Russian gangster look. Yeah, he does. He does, especially with the uh, with, the, with the tracksuit. Yeah, and I, I yeah, he's a bit of a gut, but a forward a bit more of a gut because he's not a thin man anymore. No, and a forward walking waddle, like <laughs> 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 like, like the way you imagine a gargant moving. <laughs> yeah, 
What with polio? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. But, uh, so, yeah, anyway, I convincingly beat him. Uh, mm. He might say otherwise, but, uh, yeah, kick your ass, Pete. Deal with it. Uh, I hope he had P- PTSD over the old Vanguard when like, beating him in turn one as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, now, each round actually was a, uh, 20 points up for grabs, wasn't it? Because yeah, so we were doing the 20 nil system. Yep. So two secondaries in play for each player. You got points for scoring and denying. Yep. And then 12 for a, a major 16 victory. plus 4, yep. Yep. Yeah. And then yeah, 12 plus 8. 12 plus 8? Yeah, because yeah, so two, 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 two for each secondaries yeah. of both scoring and denying. Yeah. So yeah, no, I think that was a great way of doing it, actually. Yeah. Um, actually, the, I must admit, uh, Pete scored both his. I didn't get any of mine. I got the major, so it was twelve uh, eight. So it was a lot closer than like what was actually happening on the table. But yeah, yeah by by I think it was turn three, maybe I had one of my units of liberators swamping his heroes in his home objective. So he's never going to get that. And then uh, I just had Griff hands and me back dancing around, out capping his more crusher on mine. Because <laughs> the more crusher, he um he charged in one of my liberator units and did zero wounds. <laughs> Uh, and that's what that build is good for. Yeah, yeah. So he's like, not not fucking around with Alan's going to send it and go kill free kill guard on the back objective. And because I with with this list, uh, you get two. Well, you get a Griffhound per Veriton, so one, mm-hmm. and then you get one per Castle, which is another two. So you've got three single Griffhounds rocking around the backfield. Mm-hmm. Plus, then your ten free kill guard. Oh, blood ties. No, but they're uh, zoning at the backfield and mm-hmm. scoring my home objectives, right? So you can never. He he uh, has a shaman in his list to uh, deep strike the whatever the fuck the spell is. Um, yep. The hand of gork or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Um, so he can never do that anywhere in my backfield because when like playing Bok, you you learn to zone really well and effectively, in my opinion, which I did to him. There was huge gaps on the board, but it was it's just an yeah eighteen inch gaps. So he's like, oh yeah, there's a huge spot. Right in the middle of the table in front of your objective, I'm going to be able to deep strike. So I said, no, nah, mate. <laughs> it's zoned perfectly. So, yeah, he had, um, he had no hope. But, um, yeah, so beat him. It was 12-8 in the end, but it was quite a convincing win to me. And then um, game two... Well, Just not on the scoreboard. Yeah. No, no. Like, in-game score, huh. it was like 30 to fucking 10. Like, it, yeah, VPs. It, I've been... Because he was never scoring the two middle ones on board. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, Fuck off. <laughs> 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 I'm just trying to warm you up. <laughs> but, um, uh, then, uh, who'd you have round two? We, well, uh, we, we decided to go a certain way, uh, which meant that I had to take on Rose Seraphon, and I was going to take it um, for the team, basically, was what we decided. Um, it was sliding up or down, I can't remember. But um, And then uh, what that meant was Brushy was going to go up against Iron Jaws, and you would think that a Flamer host would be able to beat Iron Jaws, right? Uh, yeah. Mm. yeah. So anyway, uh, this was the the two games they were playing uh, next to each other. I ended up beating Roe, but he tailed me by like turn three. But this was on Blade's Edge, so I zoned off the board turn one, preventing him from scoring many for enough. Uh, beating by a point, I think in the end. Yep. Yeah. Uh, we both scored our object- uh, secondaries, so it was um, what sixteen to four. So that was a really good win against Roe. Even though that he kicked my ass on the table, but I still won. But then um, Brushy, he went down to Pete's Iron Jaws. <laughs> I just didn't expect that at all. Uh, anyway, but uh, we still managed to win the round. Um, then 
round three, I was up against uh, Fire Slayers, Adam's Fire Slayers. Now, he's never beaten me before with Fire Slayers. He's never beaten my Stormcast before with Fire Slayers, like whether that's the Magic Cast sort of list or uh, this one now. And um, putting Divine Light onto 20 half-guard Berserkers with the uh, Mortal Wounds on sixes. On sixes, yeah. Mm. Uh, sixes, just yeah. absolutely fucked that unit completely. It was so funny. But um, he almost beat me in this game because all three of the objectives landed onto one side and the one side which I leaned against mm. when I dropped down initially because I, I normally like to deploy uh, centre, but I centre, take a slight gamble onto one side, like sort of middle, mid-left I went, but yeah. they all went right. And um, yeah, so he was scoring points quite early, but this is where the Griffhounds come into play. Was um, they managed to uh, go from one side of the board to the other in a turn. <laughs> yeah. Move, 12 inch charge, pile in another three across, and then um, retreat six. And I managed to sc- start scoring points uh, by turn two. <laughs> and they were on the other side of the table. <laughs> but um, by the end of it, uh, I swamped both because he was running double Lords of the Lodge. So he had six heroes. Um, and then two fights first, fights twice, half guard berserker units, and ten uh, Volkites. That was his list. Yeah. And um, yeah, managed to get on his get on his heroes and swamp them, while making the other units of pole axes uh, useless. With <laughs> so yeah, um, I went three zero. Uh, we I can't remember what the final score was in terms uh, of the twenty nil system. We won by sixteen. Yeah, so it was quite close, wasn't it? It was. Uh, it was. It was three two to us every round. Yeah. So, but because of the secondaries and everything else, it was actually yeah. very, very close. They they did really well in their secondaries, but um, and we didn't, but we still managed to get the win. So, mm. yeah, if they mm. won a round, convincingly, it would have been really close. Yeah. Mm. So, how did you rate the team format? Uh, really good. Been yeah. been trying to get onto that for a very long time. It's just never happened. Like we talked about it forever. Yeah. So um, I, I feel like that the pack, after the couple of tweaks, or after the couple of bugs that we found in it, um, just with like a couple of little things, um, like table numbers, for example. So to fix that up. Yep. Uh, what we ended up doing was, um, so we would slide down and then we would skip a number as well. So then everyone was playing on a different table, no. yeah, potentially. Yep. So we just need to add a few little things into the pack just to uh, clarify all that. And um, I think that would be a really good format going forward for a league. Yeah. So doing one thing. Don't want long, No, no, that, no we, we pulled the pin on that because um, it was too close to... It was like the week before um, Summer, Summer Smash. Summer Yeah. So, which... Uh, which we are going to. Yeah. Uh, we all uh, going to that? Yeah. Yeah, we're all going. Is that all we're going to talk about? Yeah, we may as well talk about events coming up, eh? We can do that. Um, so Summer Smash is coming up in Geelong, start of Feb. Mm. Um, really looking forward to that. I man, I had a shit run last time we were in Geelong. I took my night haunt and got absolutely decimated. Playing Legion of Grief. Mm-hmm. It's fucking horrible. So <laughs> I'm looking uh, to redeem myself, definitely. What are you taking? Oh, uh, I'm taking Stormcast. Yeah, he is. Yeah, that'll. But it's not just yeah, it. So, um, <laughs> oh, you're not you're not running the flog nine horn list. Oh no! <laughs> no, 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 no take I'm going tier D, tier C. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Baby steps, my friend. Baby steps. No, I'm going to take. Uh, I'm actually going through uh, a lot of games. I've been 
really tweaking and modifying and mucking around with this dwarf list, which on paper is really interesting. Um, it's got some really interesting synergies within it. And that, it's, yeah, that's where it stops. So, yeah. yeah, you sound yeah. like you're trying to talk up a woman you just dumped. No, and you feel bad about she's it. She's a nice person. Yeah, no, she's yeah. really great. No. Uh, it just Look, wasn't where I was at the time. She just didn't suck <laughs> dick really. <laughs> what, what, what I've what I've gotten tired of. What I've gotten tired people of. People laughing at my fat is, girlfriend. No, no. <laughs> is the amount of is the amount of work and thought and and, and effort and play testing and everything else that comes in. Just gonna keep talking. Uh, to 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 can sort of consistently do a, you know. A two, three, or a, or a one, four kind of. So you're putting a lot of effort into failure. Yeah, absolutely. It's just not the the results are not coming through on the table. Um, you could do a lot less and just do just as bad. See, Dave, much. Dave's issue. He's never played a net list before, yeah. so he's never just gotten the reps in winning. So he's never you've never experienced it. Oh, you did go. You went went third at push battle. Yeah, 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 I did. I did. So you had that one. One time where you've, you've one taste of victory. Yeah, but yeah. it's not. But it wasn't with a list that was outrageously good or oh, battle I mean, tested. Was, I was pretty it was fucking filthy. It was Grim for spam when they were good. Yeah. It was. <laughs> it was. It was Legion of Grief a week after it dropped. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it was really yeah, good. But having said that, it wasn't, it wasn't good. the worst time to be spamming Grim It wasn't known good. It wasn't known, and and it's not like it got a reputation even after that. It did for a bit. Mm. Yeah, Legion of Grief did. You know, for a bit. For a bit. Um, Nighthorn's still a hard mode army. Yeah. Uh, whether it's classic yeah. Nighthorn or, or that. What, what's that bloke's name? Matt? Is it Matthew Tyrell? Tyrell. Yeah. He was in Canberra. Yeah, yeah. That that bloke. He must be. He must be you. But he he seemed to think that Nighthorn were pretty good. But he, I think he lost his first game. So you know. Yeah. Might be able to get a few pointers off him. I got maybe. Um, no, look. Shout I'm, out to the master, Matt Terrell. <laughs> yeah, but you hit the nail on the head there, Pat. I'm sick of putting in. Mm, she was really nice, but I'm we just sick, wanted no, different I'm, things. I'm sick of putting in a shitload of work when I could put in no work and probably do just as poorly. Yeah. Uh, so, so, in saying that, yeah. what list are you going to take? Oh, I'm actually, I'm going to take the the shoot cast uh, Vanguard chamber. Vanguard shoot cast. Oh yep. no, dude. Yep. That's yep. like fucking anvils. Uh, double tap raptors, hunters coming in, paladors nice jumping around. Yeah, good NPE for all your all your friends. Yeah, because <laughs> fuck it. It's look, Stormcast is an army that I've already that, that just, collected and played. That anyway. is just such an overreaction. Dude, that's just like fucking. <laughs> I think so. I, I'm going to have to think for a while to come up with the metaphor for just what a massive overreaction that no, is. No. Okay, look at look at every army I've played over the last few years, right? Yeah. Okay, so um, what did I start with? I started with some new cast, I think. Mm-hmm. Just dabbled with that, but then went whole hog into Nighthorn and stuck at it for months. Mm. I then went over to Skaven. Yep. And plague monks in their peak. Plague monks in their peak, and pushed a lot of models around for once again months. Ogres came out, and I went hard into ogres, and then into the um and then the BCR side of it, and then played them for months and months and months. And then I flicked over to KO at the start of last year. I decided KO, and over twelve months, I've gone from 
KO through to these dwarves and all this other stuff. I mean, I'm, I'm just sick of trying toolbox armies and trying ah, stuff. That, okay, so... That is, frankly, none of it is... A, none of it's a tier one easy mode. None of it's a netlist. All of it is actually middle of the road or worse. Mm-hmm. Every one of those builds. So... Dave just wants to win, mate. Hmm? He wants to get that... He wants to pick up that seven. So, that it's like... What, what? Okay. What? <laughs> oh, <fuck it>. yeah. <laughs> when Pat starts raising his voice, you know he's got a point. All right, go on. So this is the metaphor for the Dave Army experience. And I apologise to all the full-figured lasses out there. Or the... <laughs> I like where this is going. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all the needy, neurotic women out there, because I'm both full-figured, needy, and neurotic myself. <laughs> and these are our words. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not speaking from a position of strength. <laughs> You're there. <laughs> I'm there. But it's like you spent the last two or three years being a simp for neurotic fat chicks mm-hmm. trying to get your ending. Yep. <laughs> and you put all this work in, and not just fat chicks, like crazy chicks, and you put the work in and you've listened to the stories mm-hmm. and you've been there when they needed you. Yep. And you've done all the hard yards, yeah. and you haven't gotten much more than a hand job and a pat on the shoulder out of it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So during the last couple of months of Corona, you've gone out, read a whole bunch of pickup artist books, right? Been on the YouTube, listening to the MRA websites, and you're determined not to be a simp and a cuck anymore. Yep. And you're going to Geelong to get some pussy. Right. That's my take on your <laughs> AOS journey, Dave. No, oh, look, I don't think you're miles out. <laughs> <laughs> no, like it's a, Dave's I, like, you know, this is how you be an alpha man. No, be an alpha man like me. I just, I figure if I'm going to do just as Stop poly. being a simp. If I'm going to do just as poly on, in the field, then fuck putting the work in. Right. <laughs> that's where I'm at. Yeah, you've got um, MRA. You yeah. swall- is it the red pill? It is the red pill. <laughs> Dave has swallowed the red pill of Age of Sigma. Yeah. Now, Vanguard, Stormcast. It is just such are, an overreaction. You could have met a nice girl, Dave. No, Someone no. who appreciated you for you, but no. Nah. No, I'm going to go out there and get spit on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good on you. Uh, no, no, no. Just, it, it takes balls to man up and fucking. No, so there, peacock. I'm not. I'm not know. the first person to just go and grab a netlist and fucking run with it. But I decided I'm just really tired of putting in the the mental work on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I figure I just for a while I'd like to run something that tired of working to work. mediocre pussy dope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tell you what, that's our. It, what it is. That is a good analogy. I'm not quite happy. Oh, very topical, too. I think you smashed it. I think that's very true. And look, I'm not going to apologise for that either. I, so I, do, a true I, I would like to enjoy my hobby. And I'm at a point where I'm actually not really enjoying it because I'm working real hard. I've been fucking telling you this for years and years. It's about time that the measured gaming influence has finally rubbed off on you, mate. Because don't rub yeah. don't rub one out on me, mate. <laughs> well, that's why we've got to say it. It's just like me. It's not the magic gaming influence. You won't get any respect for running a fucking. Netflix. It doesn't matter. Sometimes the glory of just getting that fucking and things are cancer. <sighs> Alright, look, sometimes a W in the column is yeah. just kind of what you need yeah, to, yeah. to just get, 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 get the, the Not on the bedpost. Get the, get yep. the juices flowing again. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah. 
So that's where I'm at with it, you know. And like I said, I'm not going to apologize for that. And I'm probably still... See, every time a dude says, I'm not going to apologize... <laughs> They really want to apologise? No, yeah, sorry for I make no apologies for this I, I just, action. I just <laughs> came in your eye, but I'm not going to apologise so, for I it. Don't, I don't expect to be able to pick this list up and run a 5-0. and o. I don't... It's not a 5-0 and o It's list. not a 5-0 and o list. I'm not a 5-0 and o player, and I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I am. But I also, like yeah. I say, I don't want to do... Uh, I, I just don't want to um, keep struggling with... Clever toolbox armies mm. when mm. I, I just simply don't have the reps on yeah, the belt. Yeah, true, true. You, you know, you know how women get in sync with their menstrual cycle. Mm. I feel like you got in sync with me uh, with my box cycle mm. uh, without doing what I did prior to that. Yeah, you know? and that was like well, I was playing old Slanesh, then new Slanesh. I won a tournament. You know, whatever it doesn't matter. But you, uh, you, you jumped on the, um, <laughs> you jumped on the the hard mode bandwagon with me uh, around the same time mm. before you did the glory part yeah I don't have that many reps no. really don't have that many yeah. games because yeah. um, I was yeah. looking for a change mm. and that's when I jumped on the, the hard mode cycle yeah um, yeah so I, I feel like you've missed out on that that part which you any respectable uh, competitive player does is Take T1 easy mode, get a couple of reps under their belt, go four one five zero a few times, get the then, confidence, and then, and then start yeah. start coming up with their own shit. Uh, when then fail to... miserably, then go back to yeah, and then find a crutch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but you yeah. fall over, you think, Chip, where did I leave that crutch? Oh, there you are. Hello, Warshine. Yeah. yeah, you got in, you got in sick with me. Started last year. Yeah. Um, so anyway, look, I'm not. I, I'm just yeah. Like I said, I'm I'm not loving the game at the moment. I'm not loving struggling against armies that are not amazing. Well, that, yeah. that's the secret of the whole MRA pickup artist movement. No mm. one likes being a loser. No. No one enjoys rejection. You, know? no. you want to sit up at the table with the big dogs and talk about your wins. Hey, not just, fucking... just a win every now and then. Oh, at least I came and had fun. A, a win every now and then is important. So send that 03, like the, the other yeah, one. Yeah, I think that's pretty devastating against Cotton too. Those yeah. guys are flogged. So instead of that, you're looking for a 2-1, basically. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's just fucking thinking small. No, no. Like, you need you need a... You're looking to join Cobra Kai. No, I'm also uh, a realist. <laughs> no, Mesh's Gaming is Cobra Kai. No, no. <laughs> and Yeah, so we're looking for the 3-0 or the 5-0 always, no. right? Yeah. But realistically... Thinking outside of the Cobra Kai mentality and just letting your results speak for you. Even fucking what's Some his, even what, what's his name went two one, you know. Hmm. Uh, you know, you got the fucking the the, the kick in the fucking face yeah because yeah, yeah, he didn't sweep the left, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, didn't sweep the left. He did. He did. No, he didn't. Yeah, not again. No, he didn't. That's why he got fucking kicked. No, he swept the leg. He was two down in the fight. Hmm. Oh, he was two down or three down. The next point would have won it. Yeah. And his sensei told him to sweep the leg, and he swept the leg. And then they brought it up to equal. And so it came down to the final point. And he got kicked in the face. Yeah, and Daniel he... beat him with an illegal kick. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> Daniel's a bad guy. We, we all know yeah, He's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so, you know, where when you we're five O mentality at measure, always have been, always will be. That won't change. We just do it while we're drinking lots of beers and having fun. Right? Mm. Uh, real, hey, the success of the Magic Gaming Club is down to shrewd recruiting. Mm. You know, 
if we find someone who matches our bogan sensibilities and doesn't mind... Someone who can integrate, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't mind a bit of competitive hammer, we recruit them actively. Yeah. And the fact that we're still able to be reasonably friendly with each other... Yeah. ...and play competitive hammer. Yeah. Yep. It's not... I mean, a lot of clubs, the sort of warhammer we play is anathema to them. Yeah. And that's not fucking... Yeah, we're, we're playing uh, top table shit all the time, basically. Right? Yeah. Yeah, it, it doesn't. It, it's very rare when you'll have two soft armies playing each other in just a casual game. Hmm. Yeah, because even the casual games are still, oh, actually, I've got something here I want to try. Yeah, it's it's it might not be the strongest, but I think it's got legs. Like, yeah. Like my Bok, for example. Well, you know, it's, it's a collection. I mean, it takes a lot. Well, you say this all the time. It takes a commitment of time and fucking money to be a tournament Tabletop war game. Yeah. To, to be a long-term one. So, yeah. Like, yeah. That's only if you chase the meta, though. You know? even, if you, even if you don't chase the meta, it takes up all your fucking oh, time. Yeah, it's time. Yeah, it's it not does. money, but it's time. Yeah. yeah. Um, and in, in hindsight of saying that, uh, looking to recruit for 2021, if you <laughs> submit yeah. your applications to measuregaming at hotmail.com. If people uh, think you're a winner. <laughs> if you're a winner, if you want to win. If you're occasionally you... racist. <laughs> <laughs> Not like super <laughs> racist, but you know. if you want to get on the beers, yeah, mm. yeah, as, as uh, to quote Dan Andrews, get on the beers, have a I'm case, not Dan, fuck it, <laughs> <laughs> have a case or two, and mm. <laughs> get on the beers, then uh, yeah, submit your applications to measuregamingathotmail.com saying why you don't do it if you're like really sensitive, or don't actually do it. Or... This, I'm not actually actively recruiting people from all over the country or the world. Don't email me. <laughs> if Rocket takes over fucking Canberra, he's an affiliate of Mashin. Send nudes. No, he doesn't no. think he is, though. He doesn't want to be. Yeah. So if you're from Canberra and you want to be a part of Mashin Gaming, looking for someone to take the spot of Michael because he's dogging the boys. Okay. All right. So, Summer Smash, Geelong, early Feb. Oh, yeah. That now there is one weird thing. Now, Rich, one of the hardest working men in Sigma, puts mm-hmm. on an amazing event. Mm-hmm. He does. Um, he Can has he done. Hit? He has done something a little bit unusual with this particular I play pack. Now, what do you make of the uh, what, what he was talking about with the positioning on terrain? Yeah. Basically, if a, if a model okay, can't, so can't Rich has done two it. things. Yeah. yeah, with the pack. The first one I thought was really good was he's got a variable scenario because he likes to do that random thing. Yeah, yeah he does. He likes yeah. to roll so, the dice and see what you play. Yeah, there's, uh, per round, there's two battle plans uh, which he's going to roll for on the day. Yep. So, yep. like, uh, the one that we played the other day was shifting objectives or star mm. strike, right? Mm. Yeah. So they're all they're both from the same family, more or less. Yep. yep. Yep, but you do have that bit of variation. No, that guy divvied them up into random. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So there's there's ten that you know. Um, I think what Tricky Dick's done with his terrain rule was, and this will be a really useful demonstration for the folks out in podcast land. He got the shits with the idea that you can land at the side of objects. Yes. Yep. Yeah. So go halfway up a can. Put a model halfway up a can. Can't exactly. land there. It has to be on top or. At the base. But the rules come out that the model has to be out of balance on top of whatever it's sitting on. That's where it's come out. Which is quite... Yeah. Which is quite baffling to people. Sorry, that was warm. Yeah. But I sort of get where he's coming from. (laughs) Yeah, like you you don't want... You don't want Nagash half hovering on a fucking... 
nexus, you know, pillar. Because yeah. it's, it's stupid. stupid. Yeah. Granted, the prick can fly, so he should technically be able to go wherever he wants. And AOS doesn't have impassable terrain, but it's one of those things that comes up. That it's dumb. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it basically, it's to, to best describe it, it's wobbly model syndrome is gone. It's either it fits there or it doesn't. But yeah. then it's like, oh, yeah, buddy, I can't come up this hill or something like that, you know? Yeah. Just, yeah, just yeah, take your blue tack with you. Take a big water fucking blue tack, and then just start sticking molds down on the table. Yeah. Either that, or are you forced to, you know, lose an inch of movement because you can't put your model there? Yeah, well, then again, like that's. I mean, that, and look, I think it's a very situational issue, but it's interesting that he's put the spotlight on it. It, it I, I have always felt it's it's nice and easy uh, in terms of rules writing, hmm. but the. Um, how it actually plays on the table isn't exactly easy because I like seeing models where they are instead of saying, oh, you know, he's here. I'm just going to put the model on the other side of the board. But, yeah, it's there. We, we know I'll mark there. it out with dice, which we're going to pick up in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look, it, it works if you've got stuff piled into each other and yeah. you're working off the radius of those models that are sitting there. You well, can see the, the negative space. Yeah. size and top heaviness of the model becomes a factor. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. The sculpt itself becomes an issue. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Just and Some models don't fucking balance. Some no. do... Uh, it's controversial. Well, look at War crashes versus Archaeon. Reapers don't balance. Mm. Yeah. Um, and bigger models don't balance. Not not as soon as they're slightly off center. It's almost like bringing it back into the days when we tried to play with our bases. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, good times. You know, I, look, uh, not to overreact to it, but does, if it keeps going down that path, you end up with. 2D terrain. Well, like, that's no. that's where War Machine, which is a game system that he plays. Ah, there we go. Yeah, has gone. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's it's not something for me. Uh, 2D terrain, I like to. Fuck, you know, this is a problem with Age of Sigma and people complaining about the shooting meta, right? So, oh, shooting's OP. Fucking, you know, it's because people aren't using big enough terrain. Or enough. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're using yeah. fucking little ruins, uh, which aren't base. They're not on fucking hills or anything. Like, add some three D to your to your tables at home, mm. and you won't have an issue with shooting armies. They'll be able to shoot what they can see. But this is where forty k uh, has fixed that in mm. this edition. As far as I'm, on, I haven't looked at the rules, but this is just what More I've heard. More terrain. I love every forty k. More terrain. There's three different styles of table. So there's uh, low, medium, and high density. And then uh, all the all the terrain is sort of like preset. Where's the line of sight blocking? Yeah. How tall? Like, And they're using buildings which go up fucking like 20 feet in the air. Yeah. Geez, are we breaking out the styrofoam of the London GT? Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> so London GT, that's what they call They call it, like, so they call it the Nova Owls, which are like just L-shaped ruins. And they go up fucking like real high, like as tall as like a warlord titan. Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, so yeah, I feel like with the terrain thing, forty uh, k is ahead of us uh, until third edition of Sigma. Now, in fairness, if you were playing with branded GW AOS terrain, all the the Azerite ruins, the Warcry stuff, all of that stuff is tall. Every single bit of it. Is actually tall. It's tall enough for a little angle, but when you 
They're this big. Yeah, I know. Like ruins. Um, yeah, the thing they're, is, they're, they're not actually line of sight blocking either because there's no, lots they're not, of gaps. Yeah, you know. yeah, they're not line mm. of sight blocking at all. But I I think that's less of the issue. I think the issue is uh, people landing on shit that they just shouldn't shouldn't on. fucking land on because it's janky. But uh, it go, this is also the people who are supplying the terrain or who make the terrain. They've got to account for that style of play as well. Yeah, they fucking don't. And they don't. And, and we talk yeah. Yeah. If you're making a hill, you don't yeah. make it... You don't do a flat ...perfectly plane. semi-circular... No. Uh, no. You, you, you stagger it, right? Yeah, yeah you, it has steps. So the closest they came was that Storm Vault stuff. And oh. even then, it's got little ragged steps. On those, those, steps those steps need to be cut off. That's uh, horrible Half stuff. of them need to be. So then yeah. you've only got, like, say, two or three steps instead of the five or six yeah. that they've yeah. got. Or, and then it's fine. Or it yeah. needs to come down an inch, come out across an inch, and come down yeah. another inch. It well, someone who solid step. plays yeah. a game needs to go over to the art department with a big fucking stick. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, guys, these three-inch pole arms are awesome. Just go and put a Grimgas Reaper on the prick's desk and go balance that on anything that you build. Yeah. If that thing balances on it, then this is good for the game. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they need to have a... Uh, that's always the case. They always need to have a word to the... And someone needs to go by and say, the next time I see a major character standing on a fucking rock, Mm. I know it's a meme, <laughs> but yeah. the next time, just fucking one, one bit of concept art. Yeah, yeah. Um, what list are you looking to take, Pat? Um, I have made a pledge for the Dice Gods on New Year's Eve. Yeah. Uh, we're all a bit worried about the recent outbreak of the COVID. Yes. And so in the Dice Gods pledge segment of our New Year's Eve thing, I'm taking a corn list. Mm-hmm. With oh, shock war- horror, everyone, yeah. With a War Stomper Titan. <laughs> love, so, love it. If the tournament goes ahead and interrupted. Yeah. Uh, the original thought was, because I bought a Gargan, I'll take a War Stomper. And then I thought, what if I just throw it in Ogres? Who cares? Mm. But it will pain me physically to go and take a losing fucking corn arm with stupid Gargan in it. <laughs> <laughs> that will hurt me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love it. So if it goes ahead, that's what I'm taking. I made a pledge to the dice gods. Yep. Love it. Absolutely. I'm not saying that I will be responsible for the noblest of endeavors. No, I'm just <laughs> Well, isn't it isn't it I don't control Corona, but if we go to Geelong and the tournament is uninterrupted and I've got a war stomper in my corn list, mm-hmm. well mm-hmm. Yep. You know I'm not saying I will have controlled the virus outbreak. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe, just maybe. Oh, I'm just, you know, a little gargan intervention. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Plus, I, I got one because fucking, I'm an adult and there's no one to stop me from doing dumb shit. Yep. So, mate, I bought. And I wasn't sure what to bring, build him as. I was like, ah, fuck it, I'll do a war stomping. Yeah. And then I'm thinking, I'm never going to take him to anything because I like to win games. <laughs> but yeah, I. Uh, Geelong's not the, and this is no offence to those guys down there, but they're not on the same page as us. They are vlogs, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't referring to them as vlogs. They're actually really great guys. But, uh, um, I, don't, I don't find them to be really great guys either. Well, there's a couple of them who are really good. But, really? Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is getting a whittle right down. <laughs> Fuck off, cut. But, um, guys, they're, they're, well, honestly, I find them to be kind of they, they blend together. I can't sort of remember one yeah, from the other. You're right. Um, 
that there's a few characters, but there's not many. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they've got one. Well, like extras or backgrounds. They're set pieces. I, mean, and, uh, I know Coots. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I can I get Clarky and buddy mm. yeah Clarky sort of yeah so there's there's one really good player there who's Clarky yeah right uh, there's a he's few... not that good no he's he's, 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 on, the, good. he's on the ETC mm. team so he's going on five <laughs> next tournament don't you worry actually he's one of those mysterious guys isn't he you don't know he has a great pad but oh mate you go to his house and it's like the fucking drug dealer's pad from the Tiger King or something yeah yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're looking at it as private zoo. He's got a private zoo. He's got a fucking barley hut, mate. Yeah. Like it, it, he's got, he's got like a fucking zoo. And yeah. then he can... Yeah, I don't know, what does this guy do for a living? I'll start him with computers. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> one of those mysterious guys who doesn't have a job. You know? If there's one cow in Victoria that I know of who would own a tiger, it'd be him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, so you got Clarky, right? Yeah, I mean, so, his house has actual grounds. It doesn't have a yard. Yeah. It has grounds. I'd put Clarky and Richard in the same category of, like, who I know. Yeah. And then there's the tier below who's Coots and... Uh, Fucking <laughs> <laughs> We've had quite a few beers. <laughs> well, this is going to be a great trip tonight. I just got, I don't know, he's not even too scared. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Uh, uh, so, like, Ryan Chamley. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, a few of the other guys. Ace, Ace is still cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, we, we know the OG group, right? Yeah. And that, that's basically what it is. Like, I'm sure when mm. people think of measure, they think of us three. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe just Pat and Dave, but yeah. You know, yeah, they don't think of your Tristans or your. No, no, because they're like they're they're the they're supporting the cast. Yeah, it's yeah. weird because they're the bigger personalities. It's a Joe Abercrombie thing. You've got War Chiefs named Matt. No, we're not doing this again. <laughs> we don't you do it. Don't you do it. This is this is Pat trying to inject the, the deleted episode back into reality. It's not happening. <laughs> he did bring it up earlier, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, no, we're not doing it. We're not doing it. No, it's, it's, you've been reading a bit of Joe Abercrombie. I have. I'm you've got a, every second War Chiefs named Matt. Don't, 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 do don't ruin it for me, man. Come on. Don't spoil it. Yeah, I'm just saying. That's, that's how the social structure works. It's, yeah. Yep. No offence to you if you're a thrall, but uh, <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah, make a name for yourself, can't you? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or just get a lot of airtime like me. No, <laughs> you don't have to win, you just, you, know, I mean, you just have to talk a lot. Yeah. You just have to get your name out there. Like, yeah, you know, go, go sign up a podcast, you can't. Andrew Frankenstein, is that in the bed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He, uh, he actually, uh, he had a great game with... Doom on a bat rep the other day. Did he? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. He's running fire slides. Like just your typical fucking. Fucking. He's got a he's got a magma drop for something a model that you can tell the difference. Mm. Um, and yeah, uh, <laughs> Doom beat him with his fucking ogres without a stone on. <laughs> Lovely guy. Shit at Warhammer. <laughs> Love you, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What other events have we got? What are we going to cover? Oh, ah, uh, GoldCon is before that. I just want to just want to talk about something real quick. All right, uh, go for uh, throw the dos. Coots to you. are below Coots to So I, I'm actually really waiting for the winter FAQ to come. Oh, and sort out a list. But, yeah, uh, me too. I'm, I'm dying on that fucking thing. Yeah, yeah I, I just, just going to want to come in pretty quick. I just want to know what. Like I'm working with, 
Yeah. So yeah, yeah, I don't give yeah. a fuck what happens to anything else. I just want to know about what's going to be in my army. Yep. And I'm looking at taking the Magic Cast, Stormcast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So uh, Star Trek, Toralon, yep. and a couple more wizards and yep. some other shit. But uh, points-wise, I feel like it's going to drop even more with all the units that I normally take. Yeah, so it's, it's a chance. Well, I don't know. No, it dropped in the last GHB, though. There's no it? way a Lord Salison on Star Trek is god tier at 500 points. That mm. cut needs to be 400. Uh, the the Drake's Horn Templar needs to be like 340. When, when you're... Comp- they've got no neg 2 rent. They've got really situational... They've got shitty old war scrolls. They do. That, and they need to come down in points. Rain of Stars and Eden models is as good as it ever was. Cheaper than a Stonehorn. Cheaper than a Frostlord. So Lord Salison on Star Drake is 500 points currently. Yeah, yeah. A Frostlord is 400. And a Frostlord does... Like more damage mm-hmm. in one turn than what a Salison on Star Trek will do. Yeah, Star Trek's a fuck all, but it's really disappointing. Star Drakes yeah. have got, they're not just Malay monsters. No, they've you're got right. the Rain of Stars. They've got but the, the Rain of Stars is shit because it's D6 units on a four up D3 mortal wounds. How more random can you get? I don't know. You can use it once every other game. <laughs> <laughs> it could get more but, random. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, D3 you, units. When a, a, a Frostlord on Stonehorn. It becomes a squid and you have to bounce. I don't know. <laughs> and a Frostlord on Stonehorn has 2D6X of uh, mortal wound potential mm. per charge it does. On top of all the other damage that it's got, which is four damage with neg two rand. On a charge, a Stonehorn is grass. Yeah. No doubt about it. But Stunno doesn't change on a charge. No. And it's got but it's because got... it's not Destro. <laughs> <laughs> but it can eat three people. It's got other variables. It's got a three up save, just like the Frosty. Mm-hmm. And it's over 100 points more. And it does less over a game than what yours does in a turn. Mm. On a bigger base, though. It is, yeah. So that's that's actually a hindrance. Anyway, I reckon... It can his... fly. Yeah. 12 inches. It's, <laughs> it's expensive. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, what it does do... Look, is if like, you put the price of Star Drakes down, you'll get more fuckheads taking three Star Drakes. Bring That's it on. Annoying Bring it on. Bring it on. But, um, so... The actual what, pricing has gotten increasingly out of whack over the course. We're what, about you when you audition. What he does do... Now, remember when he first came out, there was no Stormcast Wizards, right? He adds one to the casting rolls of friendly Stormcast Wizards <laughs> wholly within 18 inches. That's how old his War Scroll is. Mm-hmm. Right, so he's got that. And then he can plus one to... Uh, sorry, neg, wizards. One, neg one to cast for enemy Wizards within 18 mm-hmm. inches as well. Or 12 or 18, whatever the fuck it is. But um, yeah, taking him with the, with the Wizard package is really good. And then um, making him durable... Uh, just gives you that thing to throw. It's like the it's like a Marathi. Yeah, you can easily run him up to a two up save. Yeah, or a one up if you want to go staunch Drake. Yeah, which you can't do with a fucking Frostlord. I'm starting to think the prices go up. <laughs> <laughs> they have to five forty. Hey, but uh, keep in mind too that the Frostlord has a five up fill of pain. Yeah. How many wounds is a Star Drake? Sixteen. That's and more. you're fourteen. Thirteen. 13, 14 in bolt. 14 head. with the bolt head, yeah. yeah. Which you always have Which is the only one you're ever going to take. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've still got your allegiance abilities, yeah. I think they should go up. So. <laughs> what allegiance abilities with Stalk? Uh, in some cases, the uh, War Scrolls are so out of whack. Mm. Yeah, look. We well, are pushing towards a new Storm, Stormcast needs a new book. Yeah, with, mm. without going any further into specific War Scrolls, I feel like that the Magic Cast list is. Um, 
it's always been a fan favorite of mine mm-hmm. because of the amount of mortal wounds that it can dish out. It can do out, it can do 40, 50 yeah. a turn. So, and when you've got uh, one up save odd in the eels, oh, sorry, two up save ignoring Ren. Uh, eels, it's good just to blow them up. Oh, Mod- models are important. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. It's yeah. pretty yeah. low drop. Like the list I'm looking at, the moment, it's like five. So I mean, it's 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 all right. Yeah, yeah. Five or six, depending if I put a castle in there. Or not. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Plus two to cast. <laughs> Lots what, of. What do we more. expect to see in the Geelong meta? Holy uh, for Stonehalls and Gargans and uh, Seraphon and eels. Hmm. Just yeah. from the magic dive. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm expecting to see a fair few silvernets from the Coots tier guys. <laughs> yeah, Actually, Phil, they lost the silvernet last time. Philip Smith is signing up, so you know, yeah, 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 I'm yeah. pretty sure. Yeah, he beat me last time. The dog. Did he? Oh, because you were taking your novelty army. No, no, no. It's just regular more tribes. Oh, that's rough. I yeah, know. That, that's just uh, yeah, played well. That's just embarrassing. Yeah, he's a good player. That's just embarrassing. They losing the silver. Was a bit. Yeah. yeah. Well, it doesn't matter what else you do. If you lost the silver and you, you're dead to me. <laughs> All right, let's keep moving on because the show's uh, starting to drag a little. Coming up after Summer Smash. Before Summer Smash. Before Summer Smash because it's Australia Day weekend, of course. Yeah, yeah it's uh, uh, instead of CanCon. Yeah. yeah, will be GoldCon. Uh, so that is uh, Simon's event up on the Gold Coast. Simon Hall seems to be intent on making a name for himself. He absolutely does. He's uh, creating a lot of content. Taking over the Brisbane scene. Yeah. Um, it's needed a leader. Yes, yeah. Well, it's good to see. Uh, a few few from Measured going up. I think uh, Tristan's Tristan going up. Tristan and Tyson. Yep. Yeah, and uh, Matty Matt Kent. Yep. Yeah. And um, I'm not sure who else. But, Other yeah. Joel? Yeah, I think he might be going as well. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. But, the, again, uh, subject to change because of borders. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, hopefully. And yeah. fucking tournaments, a bit of hit miss. Hopefully they get through it. So, um, best of luck to the guys who are headed off to that one. Um, yeah, it should be a pearler. Uh, not sure what they... With some controversy was. over initial ticketing, which has been a feature uh, of the year. Think, yeah, <laughs> look, I think there was a bit of talk about there being tickets for locals, and those were locals from Brisbane, not locals from the Gold Coast, yes. because mm. Simon's from Brisbane, so perhaps more a miscommunication than a... Deliberate slap in the yes. face of the local players. Absolutely. Um, but, hey, uh, people still got tickets, and obviously people are still going, so uh, that is a good thing. The Queensland scene has traditionally been very healthy, so it's nice to see events running um, and things going. Mm-hmm. They don't have the drama that uh, other states have with... Uh, Breakouts and lockdowns and other stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've been cruising pretty well for a few months, so uh, best of luck to them and, and to that event. Um, talking of tickets, though, as you said, Pat has been something this year. Uh, we probably can't talk about our next event without talking about a different one first. Let's talk about SAGT. Yeah. Um, this was an event that I was absolutely wow. over the moon, hundred percent looking forward to going to. Okay. It's, it's one of my uh, events that I will always go to. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the show. You would the, think. Well, I would love the show. <laughs> I, I, I love uh, the event that Doom puts together. I love uh, the venue. I went last year. It was a fucking pearler. Yeah. Um, been to it twice now uh, and thoroughly enjoy it. Um, it's a great venue, great host, really good. Mm. Unfortunately, this year, given that it was the first event that tickets went on sale post-lockdown, Yeah. Every man and their dog went out there to get a ticket, and unfortunately, uh, it sold out really uh, prior to 
the the time that the tickets were supposed to go on sale. And, uh, and there was some talk of tickets being set aside, which did or didn't happen, and that was the whole thing. Yeah. I mean, the high rollers of AOS got their tickets. I got mine. I got mine. Yep. Um, no, look, I, no, a, a couple of a couple of measured guys. The, the, the name, man, the big deal. Yeah, yeah. Look, a couple of us from Measured managed to log in and get a ticket right. Really, yeah, right mine got the, rolled over from Cinderful. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I, I managed to get in and get one, but um, I was one of two people from Measured who actually got a ticket yeah. or three. Um, Me, you, Tristan, and uh, Matt Kent at Spanky. Matt Kent. Some yeah, of those Tristan were did, carried over. Tristan didn't get one. Oh, no. so I was um, I was in charge of buying Holy for tickets, and when I got the link, because I. Didn't, I remember now, in hindsight, last year, the, um, um, the tickets were... wasn't a relative that around on the day, wasn't it? <laughs> well, no, because it was never published where you could buy tickets from. Right? And I remember after all the debacle was... Um, uh, they were available on Doom's website. Mm. Uh, yeah. But, yeah. But didn't, there, didn't, wasn't, there wasn't a link to that. Mm-hmm. On on uh, Facebook, no. Uh, so it was no. Uh, look once again. I, I, miscommunication. Doom was on holidays. Doom was on holidays. There was someone else looking after it for him. Um, I, I imagine. And look, just unfortunately, yeah, we've ended up um, not being able. And to on the day, I mean, there were a bunch of major boys that missed out, and a lot of people missed out. Yeah, yeah the community, you know, took a deep breath. And decided to handle the whole situation soberly and responsibly. <laughs> and no, and it, didn't fly off the fucking handle no, one little bit. No, it was an absolute shit show. And I feel bad for Doom because, um, uh, look, tickets the tickets got sold before they were supposed to get sold. At the end of the day, uh, he sold out an event in record-breaking time. Yeah, he absolutely it did. Before, yeah. yeah, basically before it went on sale. And that's, and that's because but, his ticketing system uses an inventory system. Yeah. All right? So he goes, I have 40 items, and those were available to purchase before the set published time that people were supposed to be able to buy them. At the end of the day, it's his event. He can sell tickets here the fuck he wants to, right? Um, basically, I think there was... More demand for the venue, and I don't think he wants to get a new venue because his venue is fucking awesome. His venue's great, but it's limited in size. You cannot go bigger than what mm. he's done no. in previous But years. honestly, I wouldn't get a new venue either if I had that one. It's great. No. Yeah, it's venue. No, that's, that's got a lot of charm, doesn't it? It, it mm. will be a great event, but in light of the fact that... But, I mean, half of his own people missed out. Yeah, yeah. Like look, like I say, it's the first event to go up for sale post-lockdown. Yeah, I think it was a certain amount of the fucking... Rage and hysteria that broke out can be attributed to COVID. Yeah, it's a cabin fever and people just desperate to get out and then finding they fucking can't. And then it became a bit of a fucking pile-on clusterfuck and people weren't listening to the better angels of their nature. Some things were said. And there may have been a few slight overreactions. Maybe. Maybe. Anyway. (laughs) So... We ended up having a tournament on the same day. <laughs> <laughs> look, uh, look, that was that was just because um, seems I wasn't going to uh, SAGT anymore. It was like, well, I've already got the weekend booked mm-hmm. you know, with the misses and all that, and um, yeah, I need to fill that void. And I think um, yeah, and there wasn't any hint of our oh, fuck this guy. Don't you know who I am? None of that sort of carry on. No, certainly not publicly. No, <laughs> no, 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 God, no, no. Right. So, no, no. 
uh, a lot of the people that were in those comments uh, and having a bit of a sook was um, people from Victoria. Yeah. Especially Victoria, we've done it quite hard this year, more so than other states who have also done it hard. I'm not taking yeah, yeah, away yeah. from that. Yeah. No, they haven't. But we've, we've gone through two lockdowns. Uh, we had a couple of weeks in between both of them you know, to breathe some fresh air. Yeah. And, um, you know, Melbourne wankers, they did what Melbourne wankers do and ruin everything for everyone, everyone else. else. Yep. Um, but uh, a lot of the people in those comments were from Victoria. And it wasn't just from Measured, it was from uh, people in Melbourne as well who were really looking forward to starting up to something. And, and had really yep. short fuses. Yeah, yeah they yeah. had short fuses. They were disappointed. They lashed out. And given that there was clear demand mm. that people wanted to do something that weekend... Uh, more of the Cobra Kai than the Miyagi Go. Measure, uh, uh, <laughs> if the, you will. The Vic GT or VGT was born. Yeah, and um, that was born out of um, everyone else complaining and sucking. <laughs> so it should be a We should own our own fucking tournament, fucking. Can, can, I'll be honest with you. I um, it, it was it started off as a joke, firstly in the comments section there, because I was pretty vocal in that too. And um, well, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I said pretty vocal, like, not not, uh, not downsizing at all. But um, yeah, so out of out of spite of uh, SGT selling out, uh, so SAGT selling out in uh, minus minutes, uh, yeah, uh, capitalised on the situation. And uh, was it the that night? Mm. Yeah, uh, VGT was born. Yep. And uh, we sold, we're at um, over 70. Now, we always yeah. was actual talk of having a Victorian Grand Tournament. We just yeah. didn't have enough hubris to do it ourselves. Yeah. And, and now we do. Yeah, it was hard to do it outside of Melbourne, but just it was a, kind of a perfect storm. Hmm. Um, and yeah. uh, It was an opportunity which I couldn't not exploit. Yeah. You know? <laughs> uh, and, and 70 tickets sold the first night that tickets went up for sale. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's going to be the biggest event we've had in Benigo. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. um, I'm assuming there'll be a few drops. But yeah. There'll be a few well, drops, but even um, so. Got a bit uh, of a wait travel list. restrictions. Yeah, got a bit of a wait list. Uh, going to wait, because it's not until March, right? Mm, so yeah. I'm going to wait just a little bit longer just to see what's happening in the world. And um, we may even roll it out in between. But, um, yeah. So those of us that had tickets to SAGT, um, I still wanted to go, but... Yeah, you're sort of in a position where I'd be spending the next couple of months, you know, painting terrain, organising shit, fucking interviewing topless barmaids, all the other stuff we have to do for the VGT. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and look, it doesn't... It... Uh, I sort of had to go and boil it because, yeah, yeah, have fun, fellas. I'm uh, off to look, at, at the end of the day... Uh, I would have loved to have gone, but... Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, I, I said as much to them. I said, look, I wanted to come to SAGT, but we're doing a Bendigo event and why well, I'm going to stay local. Yep. Mm. Uh, it's, yeah, and it was just as yeah. simple as that. I would love to have gone, and I, I don't yeah. like the way it went. I would have loved to have yeah. gone to South Australia. The fact that we had uh, people from South Australia sign up that night to VGT yep. mm. um, was a bit of an eye opener to me because, you know, as, as much as it's 40 odd uh, for SAGT, it, you know, you'd prefer to go to your local event, right? Yeah. Instead mm. of travelling. So, uh, in fairness, who would think more than. 40-odd people want to go to South Australia for any reason. Yeah, but it's the first yeah, event. Yeah, um, yeah, if, he'd, if he'd had a venue that held 100, I think mm. he would have sold those tickets. Yeah. I think he would 100%. have gotten that. But I get why he doesn't want to do that. There's, I mean, we, we talk about, you know, 
when we run events out of the Benigo Club, you could maybe stretch it a fraction bigger, but the amount of work and organisation and everything that goes into a bigger event, you sort of go, well, is it worth it? Do we really want to do that? You know, this time... You get to make it Yeah, and this crowd, time, this, yeah. is a, this is a chucked in the deep end kind of thing, biggest in, thing we've in ever Australia, organized. In Australia, there's definitely two kinds of events. There's the boutique event, which mm-hmm. is the 40-odd... The uh, you go for the experience more than the actual gaming side of things. And there's the um, shed event. And there, there's the shed event, yeah. yeah. Um, so we're actually, VGT is kind of in the middle of the two. Yeah. It is attached to one of the big sheds, like CanCon, but it's not in the this shed. This one's got air conditioning, huh? It does, yeah. yeah. It's a brand new venue. Um, so this is the exhibition centre for Bendigo. Been around for a couple of years now, the the actual building. Yeah. And um, um, normally we exhibit muscle cars and teenage pregnancies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we're one not, leads to the other. We're, we're not in the big shed. We're in the um, we're in the in the smaller function centre place, mm-hmm. uh, which is like a sub building to the big shed. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Excuse me, and um, yeah, it's huge. They they can seat like over three hundred people for dinner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Um, there's, there's plenty of room. It just comes down to... We do have some logistics to work out. Mm. Terrain, tables, Table, mats. Board, blah, blah, blah. Um, you know, we've got someone put the hand up to be TO, but he's going to need help and we need to work that out as yeah. well. So there's a few yeah. things on our end that we still need to do, but I think... Uh, no, 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 I think we're really, really looking forward to it. Really excited to put on a show and um, got, me, um, got, me, awesome. got, me, got me brother to be a bartender, so him and nice. all of his mates are going to come and help us out. Yeah, uh, and paying them to do it because it's. I said you got to be there Friday night as well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we can have our own bar. Yeah, yeah. What about them? Well, uh, no, 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 not yet, not yet, not yet. Oh no, we're keeping some things under our hat for now. Yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, there will be a few special events. There needs to be reasons to tune into future episodes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the the bar prices are going to be dirt cheap. You know, three bucks a can, stubby kind of thing, like dirt cheap. Um, um, yep, so bring your A game. Yeah, bring cash. And for bring cash. Uh, we're not taking card at the bar. Yep. Um, so, yeah, just a word of warning. I touch cash. Cash or gobbies? Yeah, man, I, I will happily accept that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that'll be the uh, title of this episode, actually. Cash or gobbies? <laughs> I will happily accept both. <laughs> Can't we go going with sex offender Paul? <laughs> I, really like, I really like that phrase, you know, it just conjures up. Yeah. How about a sex offender's dilemma? Cash or gobbles? <laughs> uh, I feel like one's the bait and one's the outcome. I don't know. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, it's going to be awesome. Yeah. Uh, really pumped to uh, organise that. And really pumped to play in it. Yeah, All depending way. on fucking Corona. Yeah. So more details to come on that. Um, mm. You know, we just obviously watch the skies and uh, we'll see what happens. Mm. I hope uh, it all goes well. Yeah. Oh, I did have an announcement to make. I'm going to need you to print up that king in yellow thing. Okay, sure. Um, I've been inspired by last year's presidential election. Mm-hmm. I'm running an army for coolest army. Great. Wow. At CanCon next year. Beauty. So I'm going to get to work on it now-ish. Yeah. And I've got a brilliant scheme in mind. Yep. I'm going to build up enough height uh-huh. that I'm pretty much guaranteed a coolest army nod because, you know, I've got a certain stature in the community. 
<laughs> and when I lose the inevitable contest to fucking Blake, what, Blake Kerwin or whatever that cunt's name is, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to refuse to accept the election results. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I demand a recount. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to spend the rest of my life claiming to be the guy that won Yep. The 2022 without all the fake fucking voting. Yeah. Twitter's going to be lit with, uh, you know, yeah. once again, where's justice for Patton? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to start tweeting in all caps. I'm going to do the whole fucking thing. Yeah. <laughs> just as long as you go in there with a bit more. Yeah, I spoke to everyone and they said they voted for me. Early voting had me. We've got people who weren't attending voting. We've got more votes than there were people at CanCon. Oh, there was a so-called breakdown in the voting app. I'm the clear winner. Of course, Army CanCon 2022. Yep. Well, Clint's going to have a handful, isn't he? I can't wait. Yeah, I'm just putting it out there now. Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely not going to vote for you outside, dude. Yeah. Because, you know, this whole election thing, mate, you don't have to fucking acknowledge results or any of that. Oh, no, you shit. don't. No, no, of course not. You just say whatever you want. Yeah. So I'm just putting it out there now. So we can give them one of those 100 mil base. Yep. I'm going to make a start. I'm going to actually put a painted project in next year. I'm working on my war stomper at the moment. Yep. I saw that piece of shit Ash McEwen put up on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, of the, of the war stomper. Yeah, yeah, he's got, everyone's making a big fuss over this fucking war stomper Ash McEwen did. Yeah. And it just looks like a picture. Yeah. <laughs> looks like it was done in fucking Photoshop or something, mate. And I'm thinking, if people are going to make that sort of carry on over that fucking thing, I might paint a war stomper myself, build up a bit of hype about my own painting skills. Yeah, and take it out. And roll that into the 2022 Coolest Army competition at CanCon. There you go. Get that fucking hype train running. Yep. Because I've had to put back the GoFundMe for the mail order bride to 2023. Oh, Corona. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, postage is a shit of a thing these days. I was meant to get over there last year. Now I have to get over there this year. Everything gets put back a year. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and look, with the with Best Painted Army Award under your belt as well, I mean, yeah. it's just going to make you that much more desirable. Every bit of name recognition, mate. Mm-hmm, if I'm the guy that was cheated out of the best painted army at CanCon 2022, the largest tournament in the world, yeah. hashtag make it 300. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah, what woman could resist? No, indeed. Well, I will uh, I will get the 3D printer rolling for you, mate. We'll get that sorted. And how shit was that garbage? Really? <laughs> I mean... So it just looks like a picture of a cartoon garden, right? And not like a Ralph Bakshi back in the fucking 90s, 80s animation thing, no? And he's put out this video with his turning it around with his thumb. And I swear to God, that dude... And don't fucking look at me like I'm crazy. You're the one who said, Ash McEwen has weird-looking fucking thumbs. Yeah, Dave. <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on. Hang on. So, um, Just because he's got a nail in the end of his knob, <laughs> has nothing to do with me. We'll put a link up on the website, I guess, to Ash McEwen's Gargan video. <laughs> what website? Uh, the Facebook Just fucking... Go and Google What is Johnny saying, Cobra Cop? And take that and put it on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> I love that guy. Put it on the internet. Uh, I'm just saying, Ash McEwen and one of you guys pointed out. He has the weirdest thumb, so put a link to the video on the Facebook page. Oh, what are you talking about? Like? We'll, put it, we'll, put, we'll put a link to it on the line, and uh, we'll see. 
That dude has the freakiest looking thumbs. I'm so happy to have finally found a fold in him. Yeah. Because he is the nicest man you've ever met in your life. He's yep. good looking. He's really nice. Really yep. really clever too. Yeah. yeah. He wins games. He can paint the Do fucking anything. lights out. And I'm telling you, that guy has he thumbs like really a fucking grey alien. <laughs> Just have a look at it. Have a look at the video, man. I mean, I'm, I'm fine. We're all talking shit, but you cannot look at that video and tell me that dude has normal-looking thumbs. Shout out to Ash McEwen's thumbs. Shout out to Ash. <laughs> Love you, Ash. Um, oh, how good was that guy? That was. No, it is something sick. else. Yeah, yeah, it's something else. Seriously. Yeah, yeah go and Google it because it is fucking amazing. Well, it really does look like a bloody. He's a true talent for the style that he's done. Yeah. Uh, compared to any other. Kind of I've never seen something that you, you, unique. It's no. Yeah, it's unique as fuck, and it's just fuck so well invented techniques for that or something. Yeah, yeah. deserves all the hype. It's getting the weird yeah. kind of Yeah, mate, that, that, that's <laughs> probably uh, probably one of the best, probably the best painted mini I've seen all year. Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, absolutely. And, ju- and just because it's not in the traditional style of love doesn't mean that it's any less well painted. No. It's probably better. It's more artistic. They've got yeah. their heads yeah. up their asses. If that's not getting a Warhammer community, yeah, 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 that, that's, that's that, something else. Yep. It will never win Golden Demon because it's not in that style, like the the traditional style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But man, that's better than anything else I've seen from Golden Demon. Hundred percent. Yeah. Really yeah. amazing. And I'm not I'm not a technical painter. I'm not in the know. Yeah. Mm. But from what just a novice like myself looks at, what's good, that's as good as it gets. Yeah, I can't even see how he's done it. So. No, yeah. no, absolutely spectacular. Um, well, well, it's going to be better. Don't get me wrong. No, well, <laughs> I, I expect so. And even if it isn't, you'll tell us it is. Yeah, so. well, fucking. <laughs> Now, let's actually, uh, since our last episode, we've had, obviously, the release of Sons of Behemoth as uh, Battle Tome, mm-hmm. um, all seven pages of it, which is a real wonder. Uh, <laughs> uh, hats off to Games Workshop. Because <laughs> they stretched that motherfucker out to the point, I mean, they didn't put it in like 22-point type. No, it's yeah, word, yeah. and it's still the thinnest fucking battle. <laughs> I can't handle that they put out a packet of War Scroll cards for that fucking thing. <laughs> it's got four War Scrolls. Weren't the War Scroll cards bigger than the actual fucking battle? <laughs> <card? laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I, was like, I was like, looking at it, yeah. Done. Where's the rest of it? No, no they did. It was the only time they've ever put mercenary rules uh, into a battle tank. They needed that. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, John, what did you think of it? It's fine. Okay. I was sort of against it at first because you know, when they first showed, you know, when you first see the Gargan model, you think that's not fucking big. Mm. Yeah, they weren't as big as you thought they were going to be. That fucking thing's tiny. But then I built one last night, and you realise the amount of detail and shit that goes on them, and just what a fantastic kit they are. Yeah, yeah, they are an amazing bit of kit. Great detail. They fit together really well. Um, They're actually a really stable model. That's one thing I would give them. They're a really stable model. Um, Yeah. Yeah, they had a word to someone at the art department, you know. Please have more than one point of contact. <laughs> yes. This imagine, doesn't need to be on a I bet the original one had a giant standing on a rock with a fucking <laughs> crane kick or something like that. No, no, he's doing a fly kick and it's a tassel that's got him connected to the rock. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, what do you think of him, Dave? As uh, someone who owns the army. Uh, of the models or of the battle time? Well, we're doing battle time review. Right? Okay, of the battle time? Um, a bit long, really. Yeah. <laughs> too long to read. There's too many, too many rules to remember. Yeah. Um, as models, I fucking love them. 
I kit bashed all nine of my mini garbs. Yep. Um, I absolutely love them, and uh, I look forward to painting them. Certainly not to the level of Ash McEwen, but a flog. Um, I will. I will be thematically painting. Ash McEwen. He didn't even put null oil on it, mate. It's fucking yeah. Where's, yeah no. where's, the, where's the shade? <laughs> I didn't see a single fucking layer no, of paint. No. <laughs> all I saw was base Bullshit. colours. Yeah. Granted, blending. they were all fucking. What well, the fuck is blending? <laughs> well, they were all well placed and directly next to each other and extremely accurate. But fuck me. <laughs> What's uh, this? The fucking seventies comic books. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right. Weird dumb motherfucker. <laughs> now, that's right, Ash. I know you listen. What are you gonna do about it? <laughs> laugh and be nice next time you see me. That's all. <laughs> 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 oh, he's such a good guy. Uh, yeah, a little bit lovely. Yeah, you know. He uh, he playing him at Masters last year. Oh, sorry, oh, two years ago. Yeah, yeah, fucking. Yeah, we had a great game. He's a lovely guy to play against. Best uh, dude was out drinking with his can content. Yeah. Now, look, we do have some sad news. What's that? Yeah, we do. Um, those of you that listen to the show will know uh, that Joel is head over heels in love uh, with a particular novel from Black Library. Uh, from a particular author. Plague Garden. <laughs> not like Plague he wrote Garden. that as well. He, yeah. he did write that, <laughs> but not that one. No, no. no. it was a good book. Not Plague Garden. Yeah, it wasn't bad. You wouldn't. Um, it's not. A, it's not. A, it's not something that you'd listen to life again. Life changing. Yeah, yeah I read books. I don't actually listen. Well, to you wouldn't read through it again through Play Garden. No, yeah, I might. Maybe on. Next time we had a loop. If you yeah, wanted, if you wanted a real, you know, kind of urge to read about gut rot spume. Maybe. Yeah, if you wanted to. Yeah, actually, I didn't. Yeah, um, I'm, thinking, oh, I'm a nurgle pirate. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, but sadly, Josh Reynolds. Author of your favourite Black Library book, probably the best library book, uh, best Black Library book ever to be released, has left. Josh Reynolds, R.I.P. No longer. <laughs> he does listen to the podcast. <laughs> yeah, he does. Oh, obviously, yeah, he does. Totally um, yeah, he's no longer writing for GW. No. So is he trying to forge his own identity as a writer? I think or? so. Yeah, I think so. Well, he's had plenty of practice. Did he get I mean, something more profitable like like on security guard. <laughs> <laughs> It is an end of an era, though, like because he's done. Yeah, he's been around a while. Lots and lots and lots and yeah. lots for Black Library. Yeah. Uh, and it's just sad that we're never going to get a sequel to Hurrah Blackwood. Mm. No, never say never. Never uh, buy him. Unless, he, never buy him. Unless yeah. unless he fails. They come back all the time. He, he though, might. He might come back. Had in hand. He's, he's going to do a Johnny Farman, is he? <laughs> no, I mean people leave Games Workshop and fucking come back. Yeah. Ah. Do they allow that? <laughs> I thought once you were out, you went out. Yeah, that's what I thought too. Maybe they just got to drag him back in. Yeah, no. Um, no Rick Priestley will be back one day. So, yeah. Um, anyway. Yeah, it, it is It's sad. like the WWE. It, it feels like there's a void uh, you know, in the in the whole Black Library thing. And it, it probably it comes down to why there's not that many um, books for Age of Sigma that gets released these days because they've lost their main author. Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah, he writes a bit, but uh, over Soul Wars especially. Yeah. Um, Look, uh, Josh Reynolds. Is, Josh Reynolds was like pretty much only Age of Sigma, yeah. whereas Guy Haley, I'm pretty sure he does a bit of 40k as well. Yeah, he does. So he, he's Storm of Bolt of Fire. Yeah, he's, he's got a, he's double dipping. You know, you know, I was willing to. I let like them... the Callison Toll guy. He's good. 
was willing to let him work with me. Yeah. Oh, you actually. I did. You're on fucking Twitter with the guy who does a voice. Yeah, Jake Gurry. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking legend, mate. Yeah. Yeah. If if he didn't live in a cesspit of the UK, uh, (laughs) I would buy him a beer. Yeah. You would hump his leg. Yeah, I would. Yeah. Oh, maybe not him. I'd hump Josh Reynolds' leg, but I'll just buy this other bloke a beer, I think. <laughs> While you're humping the other bloke's leg? Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. And just maintaining some eye contact? Uh, you need to start with You need lube. <laughs> May as well spill your, spill your beer. It's the only time that's acceptable. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there's a yeast infection coming along. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah you take the good with the bad. It's bacon bread. All right. Now... Uh, we've got one last thing that we did want to talk Ooh, about this episode. Um, now, this is something, obviously, once again, this whole episode has been uh, through the prism of COVID and COVID life and social distancing, lockdown and lack of events. We've seen um, more of a surge in tabletop players taking to TTS, Tabletop Simulator, to play AOS online and um, we have a range of views on this topic we do we, we do, do. Uh, and all three views yeah to be um, none of us are seeing exactly eye to eye on this topic but what we will do is I think we'll go first very I, I, thought we gonna, I thought we might start with you Dave yeah, start with me start with you start with yep. you. so TTS playing start with the cat. Warhammer Age of Sigma yep online uh, yep. with people potentially all around the world yep uh you're the only one out of three of us who has experienced that. Yep, yep. What I you, what got it going. Um, the things that I really <laughs> like about it. I don't know, you can't say like this at home, but Joel and I are glaring at Dave. What installing and running... Like a guy reaching for the last slice of pizza. <laughs> <laughs> No. That motherfucker. What TTS has allowed me to do, uh, I've I've still been able to get a game here and there, uh, but I'm going to rebut all of Dave's arguments. Well, I figured that's why I was going first. No, no, no you got to you got to repeating them in a sing-song voice. What TTS has enabled you to do? You got to let him finish his points, and then we'll. Yeah, yeah, then yeah. you can then you can go through it. So, so Dave, I'm um, so what what that has allowed me to do is uh, to tweak builds. Um, I, I'm not the kind of person that's going to go. I'm going to run something entirely different every single time. This is a time when I've been trying to work on this dwarf list, um, and I was like, okay, well, I'll sub a gun hauler for this. Right, I'm going to take out that magma droth for this. I'm going to try a different. Um, uh, deployments, do I put half my army here, half there? And it's given me a chance to run through a whole series of scenarios against players who I'm playing socially. I haven't played TTS under tournament conditions. I've only played against friends and club members who are actually not local Bendigo ones. So these are these are friends who I know who I can discuss what I'm doing and actually using it as a tool to practice particular battle plans, to practice deployment um, and then to have a session when the game is finished to talk about well what worked what didn't and actually break it down um, and something about being able to do that on the computer where you're not physically leaning over a table you're not rolling dice you're not moving models around it's a little tedious to get your, your models where you want them using the controls but you're also not quite as exhausted as you can be at the end of quite an intense game of AOS and it gives you a chance to, I guess, 
uh, still have a little bit in the tank to reflect, discuss. And then while you're on the table, you can go, okay, well, if I'd put this stuff here, how would that have made a difference? If I'd move this over here and you pick your shit up and move it around, it gave me a chance to see where the biggest pitfalls in my army were. It didn't help me play it better, but it helped me to identify its weaker points. And I think so it was good for that. What you're saying is it's helped you do all the things you've decided to stop doing. It, it has helped <laughs> me to work out how to get the best by avoiding some real dumb shit. Can you just ask me? <laughs> There's nothing quite like doing it. Now, having said that, I can't comment on what it's like running it as when you're in a tournament. Mm -hmm. From from what I have spectated, uh, getting times lined up with people from other parts of the world is a fucking nightmare. Um, getting There are also a couple of minor issues as far as when you accidentally reset the table or you accidentally delete the board and all your shit flies everywhere. There's a few glitches in there that if you're not careful, you can fuck up a Can bit. you do like the first-person shooter thing where you just fucking unplug your internet connection <laughs> to avoid the yeah, loss? Just, just, turn, just turn your computer off, mate. It's all online. Um, and, and the other fun part is at so the end of the game, there is, a, there is a button for you to be able to flip the table. So that is also nice. just a real... Oh, that is awesome. Yeah, no, that is a nice thing. Uh, I will say for AOS, because TTS is for... Hundreds of games. It's not built for. You can ALS. play fucking Monopoly on it. You can play anything on it. The idea is that it is essentially a dice rolling app with the ability to move tokens around a three D area. Which, who, who makes the? I don't know. Uh, community based. The, the, the community assets community. are all community based. There's no cost in it. You pay to buy the platform of TTS. So I'm assuming that's why Game Workshop isn't currently suing them into oblivion or something. Well, uh, apparently, apparently. Their play testers are using it to play test. That would explain a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, having said that, some armies you can get really nice 3D rendered models. Others, it's just a round base with a flat 2D picture stuck in it of what that yeah, model ripped is. Off, ripped off the internet. R ripped off the box art. Well, what fucking difference does it make? Uh, um, uh, it makes it look better if it's 3D. Make, makes them a little bit harder to pick up. Uh, and stuff. There, there are a few issues with it. There's a few bugs with things that don't line up in squads properly but on the whole the way that it does objective markers the way that you can measure really accurately point to point when you click on a model and you you know you hold down a key and you can measure exactly to the tenth of an inch where it's going to go all of this stuff it actually makes it a very accurate very good to play you can spin that camera any way you want you zoom in zoom out it is good it does require a really clear and open dialogue with your opponent. Mm. So we would always have a Discord channel open running alongside it, mm -hmm. talking in real time what we were doing. And every now and then... Oh, you wouldn't be able to do it without the communication. You though. could not play it unless you were actively talking to that person. If you were relying on a, on a chat window uh, and typed messages, you'd be fucked. You yep. could not... I, I don't see how Games you would take could do it. Hours. Yep. Yeah. And they already take three hours to play. Uh, they take as long, if not longer, than a normal game of Battle. It doesn't have the rules in it. You've got to have them yourself. No, no, no got it's got the, the rules. Have, yep, all the War Scrolls yeah. are sitting there on the table. Yeah, every... all, all, your, all your Mega Gargan War Scroll cards yeah, are there. All those, they're, those those four. they're all there. Um, <laughs> no, you've got wound counters. You've got tokens. You've got shortcuts to get, you know, five dice, ten dice at a time. Um, they've actually done a lot of stuff to streamline it and to make everything you need 
is there on screen. You've got 12-inch, 3-inch, and you can copy and paste everything. <coughs> it's something. Look, I was really skeptical. tell you when the start of the combat phase is as opposed to that. <laughs> no, no, that's, no, that's no. the communication part. Um, it, I was really skeptical before I got into play. I was not interested in it, and I dodged it for a couple of months. Uh, and I, I had people going, no, get on TTS. Get on. I want to play someone different. I want to play against you because I don't get to see you. Um, no one asked me to play. Wonder why. I can't further <laughs> um, And I did resist it because I sort of couldn't really be bothered with it. And one day I just went, no, fuck it, I'll just do it. And I got in, I've played a few games of it, and it is significantly better than I thought it would be. Um, is it the same as playing for real on a tabletop? No, absolutely not. It's not the same. But uh, the way that it allows you to fuck around and try shit uh, is probably... It can speed up a learning curve if all you're doing is tweaks. If you're doing a brand new army every fucking time, it's not going to help you. Mm. Um, but if you've got a list in mind and all it is, I'm going to substitute this one model for something else. I'm going to see how this affects or I want to play against, I want to play my same list against six different things on a particular battle plan. Well, you can do all that without having to organize a week's worth of games. That's where I stand on. Cool. It's convenient. Um, I um, I fall in between you and Pat mm-hmm. when it comes to TTS. No, I'm um, totally for it. Joel's got doubts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just convincing him. So, we'll start, off, start, off, start off with the positives, right? I'm probably going to echo a bit of what you've just said, but um, yep. you can play more frequently without having to go to places and worry about the setup of models and all that. Uh, the downside of that is you don't get to drink beers unless if you're doing it online. That's just not the same, right? And that's the same as Warhammer in general. Right? It's not as social. Granted, no, it's yeah, not as social. Not as social. No. Uh, secondly, like secondly, yeah, um, you can you can try out new things without having to invest in the models. Um, downside of that though is you don't get the joy of putting an army together and then you know going through that process. And you, you probably, in my opinion, when you're investing in the models prior to actually trying them out properly. Uh, On TTS, you don't care about your money because you're not spending it. You're not committing to it. You're not committing, yeah, Yeah. you're not committing to the idea and you don't want, you don't actually probably see it through. No. If you have a couple of shit games uh, where you just get fucked. It goes in the bin. Yeah, it just goes in the bin. Yeah, you're right. You wouldn't stick with it. No, and, Um, and, you know, I've always been a firm believer of picking and sticking. Yes. Um, Yep. So, you know, that's where that conflicts. Harder to do Unless you're very disciplined in yeah, TTS. Yeah. Uh, thirdly, uh, it's great to play against people online uh, who are international because you don't normally get to play them. Uh, and it's just as easy as doing that. But on the other hand, it's just that's just one big wank factor. Uh, and, <laughs> you know, it's... Who cares? Uh, in our gaming club, and this is me talking, talking about measured, but I, I feel like we're the most competitive gaming group in Australia... And if not, probably uh, it, one of the in the world, you know. Certainly the inner planets, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, once but, it expands, it's a great show. But, you know, you, you don't see any other club in any other in any other country, you know, going first to seventh at a tournament. Interstate. That's, not, that's not their own tournament. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, it, it's, it's, it's good. I, 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 I see the appeal. Personally, it's not for me because 
uh, yeah, it, I always like to just play the game and I like to drink beer. And as drinking beer online, I may as well just be playing Mario Kart. Yeah, and that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, and, you know, but the game goes for long enough. And when you're when you're throwing on the online aspect and on a computer, it drags mm-hmm. out longer. It does. Yep. Uh, and then the the last point is you don't get that when you're playing in the tournament because uh, TTS tournaments there's a lot of that at the moment. Um, the last point is you don't get that physical fatigue which you might get after five or six games. Mm-hmm. And that that you know th- those two games on the Sunday, there uh, that separates them. The men from the pussies, you know, because mm-hmm. uh, you might get lucky and go three and zero day one with whatever. But if you're not up for it physically or mentally day two, you're gonna lose. Yeah, it's very different. But a TTS tournament doesn't happen in two over two consecutive. No, days that's right. Either. It happens over it fucking two out. months. Yeah. yeah, it spreads out over weeks or months where you need to tee up one game a week. Yeah, um, and it's very different. We may as well start running tournaments locally where we have fucking. 30 people, you know, you measured, playing one game a week. Everyone's going to be able to do that. But we would do that socially anyway. Exactly. Um, so that's, like, how, that's how we play socially. And the only reason why that's accepted on TTS for is because of it's online and you're getting international people oh, yeah. and timing and fucking all, all yeah, that Geographical bullshit, issues, yeah. Which, well, fuck that. Fuck that. That's not a tournament. That's just... Organised games, in my opinion. Well, it's T sports to esports. That's what mm. it is. It's gone from a tabletop sport. Very to relevant. Mm, look at that fucking talking. No, that's that's, but that's what it moves to when you esports are C sports. You know, that for cunts. <laughs> you, you, now yeah. you guys have come up with some very measured assessments of the merits I've, of tabletop. I've finished yet, cunt. Yeah, sorry, finish up. Dumb. You you never. Oh, you you made me lose my train of thought, Kent. But oh, um, yeah, fun, isn't it? Yeah, 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 you dog. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> while he goes that piss. <laughs> but yeah, I, I just I just feel like that you're never gonna get that tabletop experience to a T digitally. No. And this is what makes our game and our hobby so different compared to just playing computer games. Is that it is different and it is physically and mentally fatiguing mm-hmm. uh, and you know it, you just you just miss out on a few of the elements I think and that's why mind you I don't I don't have the hardware to do it but if I was to buy a gaming PC uh, it wouldn't be to play tabletop t- uh, tabletop simulator it would be to play fucking uh, you know PUBG or Counter-Strike or whatever yep yep yeah, uh, yeah. That, that, that's my thoughts on it yeah look it's absolutely I agree it is not a replacement for the real deal. I do understand that it does have its place, yeah. uh, especially for what's happening in the world, uh, giving people the opportunity to actually still sort of play games. Yeah, we'll still, to still uh, connect uh, with the game, to connect with other people who want oh. to play. No, no, it, well, it's true. Um, it, imagine, if, <laughs> imagine if TTS wasn't a thing. Imagine if TTS wasn't a thing. And, oh, you know, awesome. COVID. <laughs> COVID happens. Uh, okay, so you wouldn't have half the people coming to the next tournament. The horror of fucking TTS, and we've heard some massive views and weighing the pros and cons, but that's not what you tuned in for. No, no, yeah, give us your hot takes. Mm. The horror of TTS is that it's going to take over the fucking game. No, nah, why? Because it's convenient. No. Nah. 
Convenience is not a good thing. What separates tabletop role-playing games from every other form of things a nerd can waste his life on is the sheer massive fucking inconvenience of it. <laughs> there is few hobbies more inconvenient than tabletop wargaming. In practice, you spend at least 20 hours building this, painting models, and doing whatever for every hour. Mm-hmm. If you can get 20 hours to one for playtime, you're doing pretty well. That is its charm. For an adult, if you can get a game in a fucking week, you're doing really well. Mm-hmm. And that's part of the hobby. Once you take, once you make it more convenient, you don't make it better. You just make it shit. You make it indistinguishable from eight other com- convenient fucking hobbies. Oh, it's so convenient. Oh, I can play when I like. Oh, I can play people from all over the world. The analogy of this for blo- is Blood Bowl when that went to a computer game. And all of a sudden you've got fucking Blood Bowl experts hither and thither. The greatest fucking Blood Bowl players that ever lived. People with 98% win rates, yada, yada, yada. Who didn't even own a set. Mm. So how long is it? I mean, you can fucking do it now. You're playing armies you don't own. How long is it before someone becomes a grand TTS champion of whatever and doesn't fucking own a figure? Mm, that's true. Very true. It's Mind a hobby you. that is defined by the fact that it's fucking difficult to play. My, my counterpoint to it that... It forces you to get out of the fucking house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, you're assuming people are just going to take it as an adjunct to tabletop play. Well, I'll tell you now, there's people who I've never heard of in my life uh, prior to TTS now being big names in the community because of TTS. What the fuck? Fuck that. Get the fuck out of the house, cunt. Yeah. Yeah, Okay, but... but, I mean, they shouldn't even include that shit in the stats. No, they don't. No, and they don't include it in the stats. It is a different game. For now. Yeah. Yeah. But unless a person is going and winning the in-person event... There will always be a pretty clear divide between what is a tabletop sport and what becomes an you'd e-sport. You'd think so, wouldn't They're you? They're the same game in two formats, and I think it's very important. that I don't think one will replace the other. One will attract a certain kind of person. Can't. Yeah. T- uh, the, the and, other t- and the other people will, will play tabletop. <laughs> yeah, right. The other people will play TTS. That's right. <laughs> uh, no. And, uh, just on a personal level, it fucking irks me. Some guys in the group chat talking about a game he had. Oh, I didn't know you owned those models. Oh, I was on TTS. Yeah, yeah, look. Oh, I won a tournament. On oh, TTS. I'm in a team's <laughs> event. On oh, TTS. But I if don't co- give a fuck. If COVID, what computer games you're fucking playing. If COVID hadn't happened. I'm not inclined to be reasonable. This fuck one. COVID. COVID is just a fucking gateway drug for this <laughs> thing that they're going to ram up our asses. We're going to be sitting here in 10 years as a dwindling proportion of the tabletop role-playing community. Oh. 3D printing is already going to fuck the few companies mm-hmm. that still make models. And it, it's, uh, it's convenient. The format it's a difference change. between test cricket and 2020. Yep. 2020 is convenient. It's over in four fucking hours. Yep. And it's 2020. People love 2020. But it's not test cricket. No, it's not. And and, and we play and, test cricket. Yeah. And TTS is and literally not five fucking ARS. days. They're, they're not the same thing. Oh, no, really? The same yeah, okay. They're so, not the same thing. So it's not going to fucking lead your way. And oh, Jesus Christ! The fact you, you're going to lose, you lose people. <laughs> you lose people in AOS constantly because they don't like the game. Good, good fucking riddance. <laughs> yeah. But it's not TTS that's dragging them away. Hmm? T- 
TTS will not sit be the there and look at your shelf life. full of models that you've got lost interest in, and no shame. Sell them to me on eBay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, Dave, what's worse? If you're not prepared to make the fucking inconvenient sacrifices that come with playing the game, oh, and it's really hard to get a game when you live out in the middle of nowhere. That's always been the case. Yeah, that's yeah. Yep. I don't know. I see, I see TTS as an opportunity oh, yeah. for people to see what the game is about. But it's not the same thing. It's not the same thing. No, but the problem is it will be. It will be. It, it, will it, be. it, it won't be. It's, it's People go with the more convenient thing. Same thing happened with Blood Bowl. The, um, the, the 40k TTS mm. is a lot more advanced than the Age of Sigma one. Mm. Uh, it, you know, to the point where you can preset terrain tables and all that. It just it just does it mm-hmm. with the battle plants. Uh, missions. I'm surprised Game Works on Yeah, it does that with AOS Yeah, no, like to a higher, higher level. Yeah. So you'll have a map. Oh, which map were you on? No. Oh, I was on Ruin City 3 map. (laughs) Oh, I was on Ruin Temple 3 map. Now I'm playing the Seraphon army. Yeah, and I'm not saying that's a good thing. I'm saying that's probably... The game's inconvenience about sacrifice. There's an element of pay to win. Yeah, but it only gets you so far. And it forces you to leave the fucking house. Yeah. Some people... Some people... No, some people... Don't want to put together models. They no, don't they want, want to paint to them. them. They, they can, want to play a video game. And then they can fuck off and die. But they, they can, can go off and do it. It doesn't impact on your going to a it tournament. It will. It just doesn't. When it's taking away the limited time and energy. There's a marginal... Why is it taking cases. it away? It's not taking it away from you. One of the guys in chat the other day was putting up a list. And he's got the thing with... Um, he's in Ravages. He's got the thing which lets him summon Pink Horizon from his fucking thing when he kills a model. Yeah. Oh, this is a great list. I beat this, this, and this with it. Okay. But how is this? How is this ruining your hobby? Pardon? How is this ruining your hobby? Oh, don't make it. I don't fucking run that tuck argument. With me, Dave. <laughs> Just ask him. How is this? I'm actually loving upsets me. You? How, how is this person doing something that annoys the living fuck out of you? Annoying. Dave, Dave no, no, no. what what will happen is you'll get people who start to switch over to purely TTS. Yeah. And then you don't get those people in advance. Right, which means that. But would you have ever gotten those? It's a struggling hobby, yes, anyways, because that's all that was available. And I have to listen. now that there's a more convenient option for those people. Convenient. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you're going to start seeing less people attending proper events, and then TTS starts taking it because that's the more popular and more convenient. They're already thing. running fucking team challenges and little tournaments, and I will have a world TTS championship, and it's going to be awesome. But would you prefer that people just can't play at all? Yes. <laughs> See, the, the, your argument's One hundred fucking percent. Your argument's COVID is gone. not going to last forever. No, of course TTS it's not. is going to last forever. Yeah. yeah. And, and this is its way to destroying so, the hobby. Compare it to a real life thing, like outside of the hobby, uh, post service, e-commerce. Mm. Uh, you'll find there a lot of people since COVID are saying to buy more stuff. Dude, I have not uh, done a big shop since this fucking corona thing. Yeah, they're going to start buying more stuff online. And getting it delivered to their door. Convenient. Because it's convenient. Yeah, but that's not your hobby. But people are... You, you, you a, a, a lot of people who are in TTS... It's already a marginal hobby. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people in TTS uh, who play it now will think, well, I don't need to spend money. I can just play the game which I like to online and it doesn't cost me a cent. Right? And I can spend the dollars on whatever else. It's already a marginal hobby being crushed by fucking computer games. Yeah. Games Workshop had the penetration that it has now back in the 80s. Every fucking kid in Australia would have played Warhammer. Yeah. 
No, you know what? I, I, I agree with you, Pat. Fuck TTS. Fuck TTS. <laughs> Fuck people <laughs> telling me their TTS stories. <laughs> Fuck, you know, if you've got... You should have to have a fucking sign or a warning or just go to a different chat or something like that. Oh, by the way, this is a TTS story. Shut the fuck up. Well, so you look at Blood Bowl again. Yeah. Uh, to get people back playing Blood Bowl, they need to bring out a new edition. Edition. Yeah. Which didn't really help because it just meant, oh, what, well, there's a computer game for it. Oh, I'll just go fucking mm. play that instead. And they brought out another edition to try and get sales back. Yeah. Like, if people aren't buying the, models, still the game, uh, it's always a marginal game. It doesn't have the same yes, for sure. throughput. For sure. But, you know, you look at the community development uh, between, like, the last edition. Hmm. When they brought out the new set. Actually, I'm about to shoot myself in the foot on this. Oh, here we go. Because I'm a, I'm a pretty big role player I was back in the day, and role playing was pretty much dead. Dungeons and Dragons, and for some unfathomable reason, it's made a comeback. Hipsters. Mm-hmm. People in Melbourne. But role-playing was always defined by its inconvenience as well. Mm-hmm. It's a fucking chore to get five people around a table once they're out of high school. Yeah. And it's made a comeback, but they play a lot of it online. Uh, it's still a thing. So maybe the hobby I love will just change. Here's another one for you. But it, the physical presence, it's about the models, it's... Magic the Gathering is going through the same thing at the moment because they, yeah. uh, Wizards of the Coast released a, an app where you can just play it online. And then uh, you've got people like us who are making fun of the people playing online thinking they're doing well. Mm. It's like, well, did you do it in person or not? And so there's there's that stigma, isn't there? And they're just fucking weirdos playing fucking car games. <laughs> fucking I mean, they're a lower form of hobby life than us. We sit at the pinnacle... <laughs> And don't give me this, oh, everyone's time is valid, everyone's equal. They're not. It's a hobby. You don't, you, photography. It's a hobby and your hobby's shit. Another, another hobby, photography, right? Yeah. Uh, you don't get people sitting in their house taking screens, well, taking photos of their computer screen and then editing them up, you know? It's, huh. it's you've got to go out to the real world and fucking gun. do it. <laughs> <laughs> to bring it back around, yeah. <laughs> back around. but no, I, we're never going to agree on this. No, no, no. But agree. it is, it is. Dave's um, just given up. No, no, no I just, I just don't agree. I don't agree. I don't think it'll kill it. I think if you want, it won't kill If it. you want to play with your toys, there will always be people who want to play toys with no, you. I, I think. Just uh, I think. Give it a couple of years. Yeah. Uh, if there's a TCS event booked in for the same weekend as a real event. You'll get people dropping out of the real event to go play the TTS event. Um, the redeeming quality of fucking tabletop wargaming, as opposed to every other geeky fucking life sapping habit, mm. is A, it forces you to leave the house, B, it forces you to spend some time away from your fucking computer, yep. and it obliges you to be social and do stuff, and that's so much a part of the experience. It's the beers at the tournament. It's the jokes yep. about gamer sweat. It's the social side of it, but the, it forces that, anti-social people to be social. In that particular situation, when you talk about you're going to have two events on the same weekend, one is a TTS, one is an actual event, and people are going to drop out of one to do the other. Mm. Right? I'm going to say that the people who are going to spend the time building and painting their models who want the social side of it, who want all of those things, will never substitute for that online game because they will not spend hours building and painting, 
and uh, uh, putting all that time and effort in, prepping to go camping or to go on a road trip or to do any of those things, just to throw it in. If they're going to play TTS, they were never going to that other event. And I'm tired of hearing about people's bitch-ass list. Oh, you're running 20, 30 pink cars. Ah, oh, fuck that. That's too many models to move. Oh, you just clicked the thingy. <laughs> it's a game defined by inconvenience, expense, and difficulty. It's a yep. hard game to play. And it's those things it's that will even keep harder people game in it to because play a competitive they, if people have made the commitment to the inconvenience to begin mm. with, the only I people... I suppose if TTS only... does take off, it will just give us a whole toots tier of plebs to look down upon. The, the, the only people who won't then carry that through are people who don't bother with that hobby to begin with. Yeah. Because you can't... It's not like you can go and buy it off the shelf, assembled, coloured, and good to go. You have to inconvenience yourself. That's half of the hobby. Why did toots tier become a thing? I love toots. It's great. To, to give you an idea, Dave, uh, I'm at the stage now where... I'm actually considering uh, getting stuff commission painted because I just can't be fucked with the hobby anymore. I just like playing the game. Yeah. Right. While I'll so never play TTS. TTS is yeah. While I'll never play TTS, yeah. there's most likely a lot of other people in my situation who just can't be fucked with it anymore, but still want to play the game, get get the social thing. Then yeah, if, if, if they can if they can cut out the the bad half. And then say, yeah. oh, yeah, I can still be social every now and again. That person's but, not going to the in-person event anyway. No, no. What, so you're saying I'm not? No, no. You're talking about people who are not willing enough to even no. paint their stuff. They, they, who, do, so, yeah. who aren't willing to even invest in models. They, they may not go to one, but they might go to the other kind of thing. You know? Oh, I'll go to this one, but oh, I can't be fucked with that one. Because it's you know, an hour down the road. People just do that now. Even yeah, yeah. I, I just I don't think it's I, I think it what it's done is it's allowed people to hang on to their hobby through a time when they actually couldn't hobby. I think that's yeah. what it's done. It's been great um, for now. Now I'll some that. some people that's, that's the gateway drug. That's, yeah, no, the, look, that's the sweet seductive whisper. That's the convenience. No, and some people will never invest in the models because they can't be fucked assembling and painting and owning a whole lot of plastic on the shelf because all they want to do is play a video game. That's fine. They're never going to come to that event anyway. What about let's throw this out? What about the people who who used to play Call of Duty when they were younger, right? And now they do airsoft. So that's that's basically Call of Duty, but with paintballs. I mean, it could go. I'll just talk about role playing. It could go the other way. I mean, these things hang on. You don't know what the future taste of things are going to hold. <laughs> but convenience is just—it's not. Yeah, but there's also a backlash to convenience, and I've been locked up for six months. I want to get the fuck out. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, that's, it swings the other way as well. Yeah. You know, you talk about airsoft because people are sick of fuck. I want to do this for real. Mm. I've spent my whole life fucking yeah, Call yeah, of Duty. I'm, yeah, too, I'm yeah. too old to join the fucking I army. Kill I want to get into airsoft. I did bring it up because it's the... I want to kill people opposite. and I yeah. don't want to join a right-wing militia. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't so want to be a fuckwit. <laughs> it can certainly swing both ways. I think the people that are going to be drawn 100% to TTS, very few of them would have been people with the commitment to yeah. the hobby that weren't already yeah. on the fence. Or I, just, I just don't think yeah. I should, I should um, have to hear about it. No, yeah, but See, yeah, this is why I sit on fair. the fence with it because I agree with what you're saying, Dave. And I, I don't. I don't. Personally, I don't feel like it's going to take over anytime soon. I agree with nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. 
on on the other hand, I can see it uh, influencing. Yeah. You can see it having an influence. You can see, or you can see it creating influences. You can see it creating new personalities, and, and it's gonna voices. and it creates a fucking divide in the community from me. <laughs> yeah. Because if anyone, oh, who's this guy? Oh, he's the TTS champion. Oh, what a fucker! But none of those things <laughs> stop me from enjoying going to a tournament. For yeah, that's if you're going to be reasonable about things. Well, I try to be. <laughs> that's, that's kind of my job. <laughs> if, you're, if you're going to take a balanced view and weigh up the pros and cons and be fucking reasonable. <laughs> Uh, can we can we get? Uh, 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 is this is this? Which Dave are we talking to? Are we talking to Nighthawk Dave, or are we talking to One Drop Shootcast Dave? Well, I'm not that Dave just yet. They're the same Dave. <laughs> yeah, that's right. They and it's just Dave. a couple of bad fucking days between one Dave and the next Dave. Yeah. So don't sit there all fucking high and mighty. No, no. Oh, how is that going to impact on your enjoyment? Oh. You're about to take One Drop Shootcast to a list. Yeah, but that's. That's a choice I'm making, not because of everyone else, but because I'm sick of doing what I'm doing. I exactly. want to do something different. I personally want to do something different with my hobby. Mm-hmm. It's all about me. You're only a couple of bad tournaments away <laughs> from being a miserable cunt, Dave. <laughs> so, that, that's called the message gaming influence. Right? <laughs> that's the truest initiation. A couple of fucking failed priority roles. Fuck, yeah. I've had my fair share of those, don't worry. <laughs> a bit of bad luck, a couple of bad tournaments, and next thing you know, you're trying to see how many eels and leviathons you can fit into a fucking list. Fuck, you've just Try des- it out on TTS, it's so convenient. You've, you've, you've just described my last 18 months, Pat. <laughs> so don't come at me, and, you know, it's easy yeah. to be the voice of reason, Dave, yeah. but it's hard to put yourself out there on the line and go all in with your crazy nonsense yep. where the whole fucking world can hear you. That is true. It is true. When I'm in the, the mood the of the being unreasonable. People. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Speaking of those two people, um, <laughs> I'd love to, while we end up this debate... Share your thoughts. Uh, air, uh, fucking air, quotes, air quotes. Air quotes, yeah. Uh, hashtag Bush Radio, hashtag I side with Pat, or hashtag I side with Dave. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, because uh, I, I, I feel like I'm a bit of the voice of reason in this discussion because I honestly don't give a fuck either way. I'm going to do what... I'm just going to keep doing what I do. Mm. Um, but it's... Oh, it, come it on. Is, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, no, but that, that's more leaning to your side, cunt, so shut up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the other thing about TTS is it's so convenient. It's convenient to gather the stats. Yeah. It's convenient to have an international ranking system to find the best player in the yeah. world. I, I feel like the the mental and physical fatigue that you get in an actual mm-hmm. tournament outweighs any any uh, person doing well in a TTS event. Because we've mm-hmm. all sat at a computer for 24 hours and grinded in fucking WoW or whatever. Yeah. That's not hard to do. It, it's, yeah. Whereas physically standing up Drinking a shitload of beer that you shouldn't do according to health regulations and shit, um, and and still winning games and stuff. That's where it really. I mean, to look at your opponent in the eye and fucking yeah. watch yeah. his dice rolls and yada yada yada. And just watch him die slowly inside. Yeah. <laughs> like, you no, know, on TTS, how easy and how convenient is it oh. to roll a hundred dice mm. just to pick out the misses and then just re-roll the fucking hits? You know, when you when you're in a tournament. In an actual game, you're rolling a hundred dice. That's like unless if you really get your rocks off playing cut and ruck. <laughs> all it's these, not something that you really hard, want all to be doing. All these things influence the armies you take. 
They do. The yep. physical game is like, yeah. They are a factor. I don't want to run a horde army yeah. anymore. Yeah, that's that's a decision. Oh, right, right, right. Physical fatigue is yep. a real thing. It is. You it just is. move one and then it's you part of the game. and the rest of the unit magically yeah. moves up. I agree wholeheartedly when Pat says it is a hobby of inconvenience. It absolutely is. And yep. some of us, that's the charm of it. Yeah. That's uh, actually being, part of what we like about it. Being put into a position of discomfort. Mm. You know, so, and I, I, I love all aspects of that. You hobby. have to I'm not earn your mad game. about painting, but I love hearing cunts whine about their storage problems. And what was that thing the other day? Some guy put up a thing on Twitter, and he's got he's fucking undercoated his thumb. Oh, that's right. just a part of the hobby, isn't it? Yeah, and he's yeah, got that's <laughs> when you're holding something, you paint your fingers, guys. <laughs> There's some other way to do this, and he's got like 300 responses. And half of them are, yeah, do this, 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 this. And the other half are people posting fucking photos of their black thumbs. Yeah. <laughs> no, let's how you do it. Yeah. Put a fucking glove on, Kat. Yeah, if, <laughs> if you're that worried about it, just uh, yeah, wear a latex gloves. gloves. Yeah. Oh, can I get them online? Because <laughs> it's going to be... Go to a fucking supermarket, yeah. you dog. Or just paint and then wash Without that physical hands. aspect, you've just got people bitching and moaning yeah. at each other about something. Exactly. Yeah. Like I said, there's there's more to the hobby than the game itself, and that's why style. that's why TTS can't catch it. It definitely mm. is a there's, lifestyle. There's so much more to are. it than than just the game. So if I didn't do hobby, uh, oh, what the fuck I'd yeah. do with my time? No, that's that's right. Um, yeah, you, you'd be level mm. 100 on WoW or whatever the fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which is its own kind of fun. I mean, I've done the MMO thing. Yeah, it's like, I used to. I used to as well. Yeah. yeah. But um, this is the thing you remember about that is your fucking guild buddies or whatever, not buddy the well, purple army you got. Well, I can finish this off with a final thought. Go final on. thoughts. Go on, Jerry. Final thought. Yeah. So do it, Jerry Springer. Hmm. Uh, when when you experience things uh, in person, that's forever, right? and hmm. you've got something like in this hobby, you've you've got something to prove it. Right? Yeah. You know, if you win a tournament, you've got a trophy. Uh, if you paint up an army, you've got that army. Uh, when you go online to do anything and you think at the time, man, I'm so glad I did this. You look back at that time a couple of months later, you've got nothing, right? Just, yeah. Even think fucking... About that. Even. On- online is, it, it's it's not... It's virtual. It's, not, it's, it's absolutely virtual. virtual. Even it's, esports, yeah. they put the cunts in a room and make them all play at once. That's right. Yeah. That's right. They put them in the same place. And, and for and, that reason. And they walk yeah. away with a trophy. And send them to fucking China and defy yeah. the government or whatever. Absolutely. Yeah. Because esports is different, man. Yeah. It's, it is it is a really different thing. So. All right. And they've always done that. Even back in the day, they made them go to the same fucking arcade to buy computer games and shit. Yep. Yeah. yeah. All right, guys, I think we're going to wrap it up there. That's been a hell of an episode. It has been a long, yeah, that, long, um, long that, that was a That was a long last segment. Not not the traditional bush radio finish of the drunken hour. No. But, yeah, you know, it is what it is. That's an afternoon session for us <laughs> instead of an evening. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We're, yeah. we're sitting in front of an empty slab right now, so. <laughs> um, guys, thank yeah, you so much for listening. Oh, just one more thing. Yeah. Uh, there is a new bat rep. Uh, of me destroying Patrick. Uh, go and mm-hmm. like and subscribe to that. Um, enjoy it. I'm currently sitting on a 13 game undefeated tournament streak with my corn. Yep. So I do lose the old bat rep though. Yep. Which is fine. I'm happy. I'm happy. And um, that's the 13 tournament. I didn't get much games in last year, but that's the 13 games I've played since. I put those three mighty after- skull crushes on the sacrifice <laughs> shrine. Yeah, it was after CanCon, wasn't it? Mm. Yeah. Yep. So excluding CanCon. 
Uh, with your corn. No, no, every, I have not lost a tournament game with corn since. Yeah. So, there you go. That's huge. Uh, Pat, where can we find you, mate? Huh? Where can we find you? Mm-hmm. Joel, yeah. Joel, I don't know where we're doing that, where we can find me. We always do it, can't Where can you find me? Uh, mm. Jerking off out the outside of Josh Reynolds's fucking bench. <laughs> 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 Love that guy. <laughs> so gutted that he's slept. <laughs> Dave? Uh, you can find me... As selling uh, OnlyFans subscriptions to look at pictures of uh, Ash McEwen's thumbs. <laughs> Pat, where can we find you? Um. You can find me at my place of work. Is that it? No. Give him a minute. Give him a minute. He'll get there. You can find me working night shift at my factory where I work security, jizzing in the bottles of hand sanitizer. <laughs> because who's going to stop me? <laughs> it's just so convenient. <laughs> All right, guys, thank you so much for joining us. We will see you next time. Thank you for listening. Enjoy the three and a half hours, guys. Right as five stars. <laughs> <laughs>